it's a excessive number. When somebody notice all these new people just popping up, popping out of nowhere with no identity. Well, not, but, but based on what you're saying, they've been here the whole time. It's like, how long ah. have they actually been here? Yeah. How long have they been, they, they've okay. been here the whole time? Okay. They didn't land here. Yeah, like, because they're but they're an actual butterfly, which that was I did not expect that number one. When you're calling them butterflies, like to be an actual ugh, butterfly, it's so gross. We are live with another episode of The Keeg Live. Uh, I'm going to have to check audio, but I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. We're here to talk about Peacemaker. Uh, and uh, that is the uh, the show kind of spun off from Suicide Squad. And it has a new HBO Max show. There are five episodes out right now. And we are here to talk about the five episodes that are out. In the meantime, let me introduce my guests. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, it looks like audio is working right now. Uh, let me introduce my guest. She's been on this show uh, a couple times before to talk about a bunch of different stuff. Eternals, I remember for sure. Uh, we got JJ. JJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to have you back. It's all. Yeah, uh, it's I'm glad to great. be back, <laughs> especially about this topic. Like this was this was exciting. Yeah, uh, I had you on for Eternals. What else did I have you on? Um, well, you were attempting, attempting, keyword, to uh, talk about phase four, which ended up being a discussion about two movies for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it was, if I remember correctly. Like, we kept, like, being hyper-focused on, like, one topic or two, and the idea for the show that you had, like, we ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been, what, two shows now? Yeah, two shows. This okay. is my third one with you, yeah. Okay. So I'm very right. excited. Well, welcome back. Uh, I appreciate Thank you having so you. much. Uh, we also have a newcomer to the Keeg and the Keeg Live. We got Dorsey. You may know him as the DA Experience on social media. Dorsey, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How y'all feeling today? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> as long as everybody else is doing good. I said, how y'all feeling? So it's like it's an open, it's an open question. I always ask people instead of saying how you doing. Most people say so so. I say how you feeling. And yeah, it always opens up a conversation with folks. So it's, yeah. it's, it's my go-to to like icebreaker, like how you feeling? People are like, huh? Oh, Whoever I like that. Ask me how I'm feeling. <laughs> it's like, is that is that too much? Is that too personal? It's like, how you feeling? It's like, not good. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, right. but I'm feeling horrible. But it will always start a conversation, no matter what. It'll always get you more than oh, I'm good. You'll get right. at least two, three sentences. You might not get everything but you'll always get something from that person yeah so basically if, if you want to have start a conversation with somebody that's probably a, a be better segue into that i like exactly. that I'm, exactly. I'm gonna use so that I'm like, yeah gonna if i meet somebody for the first time i always ask well how you feeling and they're like wait oh no one ever asked me how i'm feeling <laughs> that, that being oh, said oh like, my therapist <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so tell me more about your mother you know, like open with that. <laughs> my side of things is I'm a great listener. So I would just sit there and wow. I'm like a sponge. I will just nod my head and they're like, oh, you know, I'm like, and then I can like retell them what they just told me. Like, oh, you're really listening. I'm like, yeah, like I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't care. Yeah. That's a very good point. That's, uh, I, I, I know it's funny because you say you're a great listener. When we do our TikTok videos, we're not doing much listening, right? We're just like spouting our opinions. We're talking. True. And then like, sure, through comments and people like leaving stuff, maybe you'll reply to that. Uh, 
it's interesting kind of in, in this format in this medium of a live stream slash podcast that like uh we have our opinions and then we're also gonna have to listen to everybody else's opinions so we can to like do it all i guess it's weird some people don't have it's, that. it really is when you just have to sit back sometimes and just like okay this is how this person feels let me i'm not going to like you know devalue their feelings on something i might not agree and we don't have to agree but i will sit there and i will listen to what you say Right. As long as it's not, you know, asinine. And I'm like, okay, that's, yeah. that's not true at all. You know? Right. Like, like you that. and I, we got, in a, we got in a big old argument with somebody because of the use of a U versus a O or Midnight Suns. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Because you posted, you, yeah, you posted about Midnight Suns with a U. But then right. when someone kept saying it's Midnight Suns, I was like, no, Midnight Suns is the video game that's coming out. Midnight Suns with the O is the game. And then it turns to, well, why does it have to happen? I'm like, oh, God, I just want to <laughs> point out what happened. People got so mad about the fact that there, there was like this team that's in a video game. They're like, I'm not going to play that. That's I'm like, I didn't tell you that. I'm just telling you the difference yeah. between the two. You pointed I, out something and it became a thing. <laughs> well, it just, it, I mean, it, it got like a hundred thousand views. And I'm like, all I'm saying is the difference in a U and a O, yeah. two different properties. That's, it, it turned into something else entirely. Well, yeah. But, the videos, yeah, it's always the videos that you're like, yeah, whatever, they, they explode. But the ones you really yes. want to like go, go a little bit more viral, it's like. The one you put the most effort in, when you put like an hour and you look back, yes. 200 views. You're like, what? And then the one where you're just sitting there, no, nothing done yeah. up, and you're just talking from the hip. You look like, <laughs> that's the one that goes viral. I'm like, this is the one. This, that's this, okay, the one. <laughs> I, I did one recently that still gets views and likes, and I'm like, just let it die, please. Is the um, is the uh, I did one recently of X Men like oh if you like these X Men this is what it says I right remember here. that one <laughs> right and, and I did it and like some people are digging it like it, it's still getting likes and views but like some people are digging it the other people are like where's Gambit where's Gambit oh, you okay. you okay. you suck because Gambit's not on there and then there's random people that are like that are like what's wrong like I don't know there like there's I get there's certain questions that I understand, like when people are like, oh, what's wrong with Beast? And I got to explain it for the 50th time, like what's going on right. with Beast from X-Men. But then there's other people like, like, nah, this list is whack because you didn't put Rogue. And I'm like, I, I, can't, list. I can't put everybody. You know how many X-Men there are? But it's I your list. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Right. Some people are like, oh, you're judging us. And I'm like, it's just a it's just no, I said that's exactly what that's I'm why doing. I realized between me, me just saying something and me saying my thoughts. Like if I say my thoughts, video doesn't do anything. But if I say like, oh, this this was horrible. You you have no reason to watch this. That one takes off like yeah. gangbusters. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So my when I like phrase it as this is my opinion. No one attacks you, but when you say no, nah, no, nah, if you don't like this, you're they just jump on it. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's how that's just how it works. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you, JJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. I was, I was gonna just kind of say what you were saying. It's like when, I, if you just state a word or a sentence or whatever, I thought without that whole in my opinion, holy moly, it's like, are you children? Is nuance that of this is me speaking off of my account, my thoughts. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, right. For you, it's like the. Why last are you attacking me? I'm exactly. like, I'm not. I'm telling you how it is for me and how I look. Like God Rejected. forbid, right now you like the Eternals 
hold on, everybody. I was like, how, I'm like, I like the cinema photography. I don't look at the same thing you look at. Yeah, we right. enjoy different things. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because like you'll state an opinion and people will be like, that's not fact. And it's like, yeah, it's my opinion. And then you'll say a fact and they'll be like, that's your opinion. Be like, no, that's right. fact. That is right. fact. But what? it's like, no, it didn't make any, I'm like, the movie did this. It's like, yeah, but it's subjective. Like if I liked it and you didn't, that doesn't deter what you liked. I'm just saying that I liked it for a totally different reason than you. It's yeah. like, just because I didn't watch it the same way you did, doesn't mean we can't both like or dislike certain things. And it's so, like, they're so so bold in the comments when you say something. It's like, if you're so bold, go go make your own account and get your own thoughts out. Why are you segueing up on me? It, it's, <laughs> it's always, always the, the people. Private. It's always yes. the private people, the people on private, the, the private. people who don't have videos. And I get <laughs> yes. it. I get it. Some people just want to be audience people. I get that. But don't right. go trolling acting like you could do better and you're not doing anything. I, I feel Correct. like right. there's a difference there. Um, it's like, oh, sorry, Dorsey. No, no, I was, I was agreeing with you. I was saying yeah. it's, it's just yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I, I want to ask your guys' opinion. Um, but before I do just wanted to shout out that uh, we are streaming live to, to three different platforms today. We are streaming live to volume.com slash the key show volumes, a new streaming platform uh, 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 for musicians, artists, uh, performing artists, so on and so forth, niche geek shows. So volume.com is our number one streaming platform. We also stream to twitch.tv slash the key show and to youtube.com slash the key. Uh, and if you're, if you're seeing our faces, you're watching the live stream. If you're just hearing our voices, you're listening to the podcast, which is uh, wherever you get your podcast from Apple podcast, Google play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So we're all over the place. However, you digest us. Thank you so much for digesting us. Um, the question that I wanted to pose to you guys: Peacemaker is a wild. I mean, it's a wild show. We'll get into the actual show, but I wanted to know what were you guys' opinions uh, before this show even started? Like, like, did you guys see the the Suicide Squad? Yes. Yes. I, I was there opening weekend. Actually, went to the theater. Did not watch it on HBO Max. Went to the theater. I went to the theater too. It had a poor opening because oh, yeah, but it's, it's the middle of a. It's, it was yeah. July. It's like yeah. people are like, oh, did I'm like, yeah, because they were burned by the first movie. Yeah. And it's in it's like right now, if, like if you're not Marvel or you're that big name IP, you're yeah. not going to get that yeah. crazy group Correct. of people. But I'm like. The movie was good. It was rated R, which everybody wanted. It had a cohesive plot, characters that nobody knew about. Like now I'm like, oh my God, Bloodsport, like outside of Harley Quinn, like nobody knew who any of these people no. were. It's true. <laughs> None. But uh, just watching the trailer, I was like, and he, I, again, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Like I said, I got a whole bunch of wrestling pops up here. So That's the fact awesome. that I saw John Cena was going to be starring in something, I'm like, I'm there. It's fucking yeah. day. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, JJ, what were your what was your uh, experience with the Suicide Squad? Well, initially when I saw the f the first one is terrible. Don't get it's absolutely oh, yeah. Yeah. one of the worst superhero slash franchise movies I've ever seen. It's completely incoherent. I like yeah. the characters, but the film is incoherent, and you can tell they edited it weirdly, where the scenes and the narrative doesn't line up. And it got so chopped to hell. Completely. It got chopped, yeah. it got, it got chopped I, so bad. And I don't even know anything about movies. And even I could tell, like, I mean, movie making business. I couldn't right. tell that there was an editing hell. <laughs> so did not like uh, Cara Delevingne as the enchantress, enchantress. That completely killed my immersion in that entire <laughs> This was all she would do. 
it was it was awful. I'm, it was <laughs> the worst I've ever seen. So, but I if I knew that James Gunn was doing this one, and James Gunn, I don't like him as a person, but he is brilliant. He mm. is brilliant. If he's gonna throw his name out there, I'm there. My mm. butt will be in the theater seat, and it was. I went to see it in the theater. I, me and my husband, we saw it and enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yeah. Um, Maker, well, let me tell you, I made a bunch of videos on my TikTok account about it. About <laughs> what? Like that. Uh, about Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to spoil? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can spoil. I mean, okay. only five episodes are out right now. So if anyone okay. hasn't seen the five episodes, uh, uh, I guess come back when you watch the five episodes. But, you know, and we, even on we the, are spoiling. Uh, okay, good. So, because we have to be able to. Fly, we have yeah. two hours. That's it. I agree. <laughs> What's the point? That's what the advertisers want. Okay. General Electric, General Electric sponsors this. They gave me a free washing machine and uh, they're like, you gotta stick to your two hours. So that's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I wish. Can you imagine <laughs> getting a free washing machine for a live stream? I mean, no, I would do it. Do it. You gotta put I... the washing machine in the video, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you gotta I be in the, the background screen. going the whole time. Pull the green screen down. It's like, oh, there's my washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, spoilers are allowed, JJ. So okay, go, go right ahead. So when um, uh, Peacemaker kills Flag at the Dust Suicide Squad, oh, to yeah. me, I was like done with done with the character. Oh yeah, completely. I hated, really. him. I hated oh, him at that point. I was like, so when I heard that he's coming back in his own show, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, why? Who's asking right. for this? Who wants right. another unlikable? Yeah. Right. Well, before, <laughs> so that's my going in. Yeah. When the movie came out, we knew that Peacemaker was going to have a show. But my right. understanding was it was a prequel. They didn't want right. to say it was a prequel or a sequel. So because if he dies or if he lives, we don't know. Right. Uh. And the fact is, is that like and then he dies. So then you're like, OK, well, it's definitely a prequel show. Right. And then post credits he lives lives yep and then you realize oh it's a sequel right uh, right but i hated him i mean i i liked him a lot as a character but he was not a character i would root for right there's right. a horrible person it's like um, there's a difference between being an anti-hero where you have some sort of qualities that people can sort of maybe see themselves in that yeah. are not completely morally uh, perfect. There's some ambiguity there with him. There is no ambiguity. Ambu ambiguity. Sorry, I can't speak. Thank you. <laughs> like then none whatsoever. So it's very hard for me to attach myself to something like that. So I just sort of like wash my hands off of that. But right. I love John Cena. I've actually met him briefly. Oh, wow. seconds. Okay. Yes. <laughs> On an airplane. <laughs> he, he fit in an airplane? Oh, he, but barely, he, he, it was in first class, no one was sitting next to him, and he's huge. Yeah. His neck is as big as both of my shoulders. Yeah. He's huge. He, he looks like an action figure. Like, he is way too big. Like, he walks oil. like what, too? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had a video up recently. I was like, he'd make a good Terminator because I rewatched that scene with him fighting Flag, and he's just coming off menacing, like walking down this hallway. And I'm like, get him in a turn. I will go back and watch a Terminator movie if you actually oh, yeah. get him to do it. So I was That's like, right. yeah, like I'm the, I'm the opposite, like of the character. I'm like, when I heard, I heard they were going to do the show, like right after they announced the Suicide Squad, they were like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, by the way, we're going to do a John Cena. James Gunn written Peacemaker show. I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm, I don't care how, how the character is. 
right. in the movie. Then the, then the movie does in this way where they're like, oh, you're going to hate him, but then you learn to like him, but then the end happens again. Like, what the, like, when he, when, the, when the thing with Flag, they got us again with the end credit scene, because I'm like, oh, Flag's still alive. Like, he was like, yeah, he took that through the chest. He shouldn't be alive. I'm like, oh, it's Flag. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no. So then you hit you like, oh, it's taking place after yeah. all of this, not before. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, for anyone listening to the podcast, they can't see, but I made my Rick Flag shirt. This is my Rick Flag shirt from the Suicide Squad. I almost wore it. Oh my because God, I, I forgot about that. Your show. I'm like, <laughs> I, I wore it last time on That's your show. Right. And I, I did, and I was, yeah. was going to wear it again because of this, because of this tonight's episode, but I'm yeah. like, are people going to think I have no other clothes? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for letting me wear it this time. I, I feel like for any viewers out there, they're like, oh, Dimitri and JJ own, like, they don't own the same shirt. They're passing it along. It's literally... <laughs> Like sisterhood of the traveling pants here. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yellow shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it it was weird. Like John Cena himself has had a very interesting roller coaster ride of a career, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. he he started off in wrestling. I don't know wrestling, Dorsey. How how yeah. how was he in in wrestling? Like. Uh, Let's just say he is a 16-time WWE champion. So he was the figurehead like oh after God. The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin left. Yeah. For that new generation that came around about 2002, he became the figurehead. Like he was, they called him main event John. The only person in wrestling history that has as many championships, like main championships with him is Ric Flair. Like okay. they're tied both at 16. So he was the guy. He even went up against The Rock at WrestleMania one year to say, like, oh, you sold out to the WWE and went Hollywood. And then a few years later, he went Hollywood. But it became, it was, the main reason he went Hollywood is because WWE started their own studios and they had, like, The Marine. And yeah. that's that oh, was right. his first movie. And then right. he did uh, 12 rounds. And, and then, it, and then uh, he became good friends with Judd Apatow and he put him in train wreck. And people realize, like, oh, he's not just a big, menacing action guy. He's actually, like, funny. And then he did, um, what was it, Blockers. And it's just, it's, he's just picking these different roles, playing these out-of-character yeah. guys. <laughs> that's That's been the biggest thing from John Cena's career, is I remember, like, just knowing that he was a wrestler, and then I seeing, like, his direct-to-DVD, The Marine or whatever. I think it was yeah. either right. direct-to-DVD or maybe it just didn't do well. It was in theaters. theaters. It just didn't oh, do well. It just so, didn't do well. So, <laughs> Real quick. Real yeah. quick. It wasn't enough. <laughs> uh, but and then he like guest starred on Psych when I was watching Psych. And oh so my God, you're right. like <laughs> yeah, he's you're Juliet's right. uh brother in like one random episode, and it just seemed cheesy, right? He just seemed like right. a cheesy wrestler turned actor. Like that was like I don't know who had a tougher time getting start like building up momentum, him or The Rock, but I think it's John Cena had a tougher time. Like the Rock. I think I don't yeah. know. That's well, The Rock and Batista, Batista had a hard time starting out, too, until he got into Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because Batista was on an episode of Smallville. I remember that. Oh, my God. I remember I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and Batista, the James, James Gunn likes working with wrestlers. He, he does. And from what I heard, Batista, he wanted Batista in the Suicide Squad in the oh. Peacemaker role. But oh, he couldn't get out of his Marvel contract to do it. Right. And he said, oh, go go get John. 
and that's how he got John. And now you, you can't see anybody else being peacemaker no. but John he's, Cena. He's born but he loves working. Role. James Gunn loves working with Batista, but he also loves now working with John Cena. So he's like, yeah, way he turned me on to on to him to give him a chance. So he likes giving the wrestlers a chance. Yeah, and they usually blow up after it. So which is that's a, oh sorry JJ no 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 I, I was just gonna say uh, I uh, friendships with these. Um, with uh, Dave Batista is very evident in how he uses him in the Guardians. He just plays up to his qualities so much. Yeah, exactly. And it works really well. It works really well, yeah. James Gunn does something that other comic book directors don't do, and that is making an iconic, distinct choice on each and every character. And it, it's something true. that you see in, in The Suicide Squad. It's something that you saw in, the guard, in Guardians. Like, you can pick three words that sum up each character in Guardians. Right. Right? You can't do that in Zack Snyder's Justice League. No. You can't. <laughs> you can't Unless tell... it's Cyborg's character. You, right. No, you really can't. Like, yeah. like, you can literally say Cyborg is the heart of Justice League. Like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He, he, is, he is the heart of that. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not, oh, right, yeah, not right, the not other guys. Yeah, not right, the other right. guys. Like, he did, we all saw the, 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 the tweet. So I'm like... Right. We and we've all seen the movie, movie too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, yeah, man, we weren't watching the same movie. But you, no. you did not see what I saw. <laughs> and the best part is he, when you go into that interview or whatever it was, whichever magazine, he went in, in such a confidence. We're talking John like Cena. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like with such confidence, like he's going to absolve himself of all of this. And it's yeah. like, good but luck ever finding work, my friend. He was digging himself an even bigger yeah. hole. I get yeah, digging. I'm like, like, get your PR people to tell you to shut up. Just yeah. shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah. like His time has come and gone. And yeah. James Gunn is, is, James Gunn specifically is a great filmmaker that yep. it's a testament to John Cena's performance ability, but also a testament to James Gunn to be able to extract the gold from anyone he's working with. Right. And, uh, yeah. and there's yeah. an interview, isn't it, with Dave Bautista, where he uh, openly says, I am not a good actor. Like, I'm, I'm still new in all of this. And James Gunn is able to put him in a role with a dialogue that works for what he has to offer. He's not going to put him in like a Shakespearean role where he spews uh, sort of a deep dialogue like it's Citizen Kane. He's going to put him in these comedic timings that work for him. So, yeah. and, he, and he worked out. So right. he's doing similar with John Cena, who's not some sort of. He's not winning Godfather type of Oscar ever. No, no but you know what you're going to get with him now. It's like yeah. this stiff, kind of almost cringy, campy, yeah. but he plays it so well. It's so like well. he 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 plays the straight man. He knows how to make fun of himself. Right. To the point that That's it subverts it. what you think you're going to get. Like you're going to get this manly action role. And then in what? Episode two, he's laying in the bed crying about crying. why he killed Rick Flag. And like, nobody likes me. Yeah. I have no friends. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting that in the second episode. Yeah, John Cena got a lot better when he realized that he could do comedy. And I think, from what I remember, I think the first time I ever saw John Cena do comedy was Trainwreck. That's the first time. That's how he became friends with Judd Apatow. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I think that's when, like, you get, like, this is just a testament, I think, to, like, anybody, but, like, having someone who trusts you and is willing to work with you on anything. It's not just a director. Right. It means so much, right? Apatow trusted him for one scene or two scenes, and it's like he got the most out of him. James Gunn is trusting him with, like, all this stuff. 
Uh, and, and I think it's 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 it's, it's a paying testament. dividends. Yeah, it's paying dividends. Yeah, right. So a lot of directors don't do that. They don't trust no. in their people. They don't want to go the extra mile to extract that extra. Well, a good something. director can can pull a good performance out of someone and knows how they want them. Right. This is how you can get certain performances that are bad. And I'm like, I know this is a good actor. So why is like back in the day with um M Night Shyamalan like. Mark yeah. Wahlberg is an okay actor, but I see him in The Happening, and I'm like, nope, what is going on? Because right. like he doesn't yeah. know how to direct people's emotions, so he gets these wooden performances out of people, unless they're like this phenom like phenomenal actor that knows, like, at the time when he was a little boy, um, Haley Joel Osment. This yeah. is a little kid doing stuff that some adults were saying they can't do. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. was that good of an actor that he pulled that performance out of it. Yeah. But you, I realized getting older, like some of his movies have gotten better now, but I'm like, we all saw The Last Airbender. It was like, like oh, right. oh God, oh God, <laughs> this, right. this is bad. I, I always use a George Lucas in the prequel Star I was, Wars. I was going to say exactly. George Lucas in the prequels. Yeah, that was the it. biggest. I think she froze. Uh, is it just her? I didn't see her. Okay. No, no, you didn't breathe. Just, okay. Uh, I was worried. I was like, did okay, I? Okay, there you go. She's back. Okay, JJ. JJ's back. Can, Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I always use the, uh, the prequels and George Lucas as a perfect example of, of a director not knowing what to do with the talent. Yeah. Right. Is Hayden Christensen again like freaking Al Pacino? No, uh, but he, he could have. He could have directed him better. He could have given him a better dialogue. And we would yeah. not be oh having the God, conversations yes. we were having. Same yeah. with Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Out of, people, out of like, <laughs> out of all like, people, like, 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 Senator, I don't know what you're doing. Like, who are you looking at? There's, no, yeah. there's nobody there. Annie, I don't like, I don't like me, sand. Annie. Annie, oh, yeah. no, I don't like sand. It gets everywhere. I'm like, you two have no emotional, like, nothing. There is nothing and, here. And, but, <laughs> and, and the funny part is like the sand line. Like, yeah, we make fun of it a lot because it is hilarious. But think about it. Like, they it are. Could have been better. Are, it could, have been, it, it could have been anything but that. <laughs> but it speaks to Tatooine, speaks to what happens to his mother. There's a lot of sand metaphors that he could have pulled from and written exactly. the dialogue that works. Sand is important to Star Wars. Tatooine is important to Star Wars. And it became this sort of a joke that even I make, what, 20 years later uh, out of this movie, now that we're getting all the Star Wars shows on freaking Tatooine, like, get off right. the Tatooine for once. <laughs> right. Let's go to all, That being let's said, go to the Boba Fett episode this week, I was like, every so often, they still impress me. Like, uh, yeah, I've been digging the Star Wars shows. Yeah. But that was an episode but like of like said, That ring, I was like, okay, y'all, yeah. every so often, y'all pull one out, and I'm like, that's a pretty good looking thing. That's Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Talk yeah, about. I know. I saw that at the end. I was like, that like knows what she's doing. She also you did know, one of my favorite episodes dad. of um. Which is I'm sorry. Tricks. No, I'm sorry. Yes. I was gonna say um, uh, it helps when you when your dad is. It's when your dad's Ron, Ron Howard. Howard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she also did my favorite episode of Black Mirror. You know the whole oh, social media one. Yes, yeah. that is her. You're right. Yeah. I was and, like, uh, that's my favorite episode of the entire series. No, you're right. You're 100 right. Now she's better director than an actress. I don't Astro. know if this is a bold statement or not. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we all saw her in Twilight. So, yes, she's a she's a better. <laughs> and Jurassic, and Jurassic Park. And, Ju and Jurassic World. Oh, God, the running in the heels. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's okay in only... Jurassic World. I just don't, yeah. I don't think Jurassic World asks much of her, you know? No. She's okay in Jurassic World. She's not okay in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But Fallen Kingdom I mean, is just no bad. Desire. 
Fallen Kingdom's that's true. bad regardless. That's true. That's true. I was sitting there like, this movie doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. Question about before we watched Peacemaker, what did we think was gonna happen in the show? Like, because like, I had when no was idea. I was like, well, I mean, we thought it was a prequel, but then when we found out, oh, it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I know was, what I was thinking. I didn't have any idea because I'm like, all I knew is that um, Waller was going to have these people have to tell him and they were going to be doing, I thought they were going, I thought it was going to be more like a road trip movie where they go on these different missions and they have to now exist. I thought it was going to be everyone that was in Suicide Squad, not just um, Economos and Hardcore. I didn't, Hardcore. Hardcore. I didn't think it was just going to be those two. I thought it was going to be all of them yeah. that turned against her and they were all going to be like running around, like going different places or being his like tactical team. I didn't think it would just be like in one area and then it just, you know, more like it's more about his home life than the actual missions, which I wasn't expecting. I thought it. I thought it would be. Uh, I don't want to use the word redemption because it's not what's happening here, especially now that we've seen the five episodes. But I was like, oh, he's gonna show. That just means we're gonna see daddy issues. That was my literal mm. thought, and I, I think mean, I even made a video about it, which ended up for the being most part. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, the character in the comics is really weird. The character oh. in the comics is not a popular character. He doesn't show up much. Basically, a, a little backstory is uh, 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 Charlton Comics was a comic book publisher. Uh, 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 by the way, I'm not sure how much you guys know about this. Uh, but No, no, I have a video about this on TikTok. I don't, and somebody oh, okay. asked a question. That, also, I have a video about this on my TikTok about how... You go ahead because you already told him, but yeah, oh. I know I know the history behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but, Charlton uh, Comics yeah. Was, <laughs> Charlton Comics was a separate comic company, and the DC ends up buying it, I think, right before Crisis on Infinite Earths. So it is no, no, they bought it back in the 60s. Oh, they did, but they didn't use the characters. They just uh, it's the same thing with um how they lost the rights to Shazam. Oh, I mean with, to Captain oh. how they lost the rights to Captain Marvel because they bought like Fawcett Comics back in the 50s, 60s. Okay, they would not use him whatsoever. So the name went to trademark. And Marvel was like, oh, well, we'll just buy that. And they've had the rights to Captain Marvel ever since, which is why DC has to call him Shazam. Yeah. Even though the character was called Captain Marvel up until like about five years ago. They yeah, were like, that's going to be too confusing. Yeah. Right. They were like, that's going to be too confusing. Let's just call him Shazam right. all around. So like Shazam right. is actually the wizard. But I, I digress. Back to what you were saying yeah. about Charlton. Well, Charlton Comics includes Blue Beetle. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, specifically. Not Jaime Reyes, but Ted Cord at that time, probably Dan no, Garrett. No, Dan, Dan Grant. Dan, Dan, Dan Grant. Garrett, right? Before? Yeah, Dan Garrett, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it, Captain Adam, um, mm-hmm. uh, Judo Master, who we see in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was yeah. also Charlton, uh, Peacemaker. And so what's funny is like Watchmen originally was Alan Moore wanting to use Charlton characters in those things. So Night Out, Peacemaker is comedian. Yep. Uh, oh, Peacemaker's okay. Night Owl is Blue Beetle. There's like different yep. things like that. Captain Adam is Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Um, but um, DC didn't want him to is, use those characters, so he created his. And own. one last one. The question is Rorschach. Yeah. Uh, the, the question, question is Rorschach. The question is Rorschach. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who the Silk Spectre is. Uh, uh, I don't know what female character it was. I can't think off the top of my head. Nightshade. But I Nightshade has right. power. Yeah, something like. 
I I don't think she had any. I think she was just like a character. I don't even know. Oh, okay. So yeah, point being is comics are fucking weird. So like, yeah. Like... <laughs> well, more complicated than I thought in terms yeah. of names and well, sa- sales and the trademarks. And yeah. DC has bought so many different companies over the last 70 years that you'd be like, wait, they own them. Like they own, uh, was it Jim Lee's companies and stuff like they, uh, they Wildstorm? Uh, Wildstorm, Wildstorm. Yeah. They bought Wildstorm. Yeah. They bought Vertigo. They bought Milestone. Fawcett. Uh, my, well, yeah. Milestone they always work with, but yeah, Milestone. Yeah. Um, they, so they own all these different brands. People are like that's DC. That's DC. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like, Sandman is DC, and we're not talking like you know Thomas Hayden Church. I'm talking. We're talking like Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah, that's Vertigo. a DC brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, there. I mean, DC does a lot of uh, has a lot of comics that aren't related to DC comics as well. Like uh, right, but they're all in the multiverse. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> so it's it's all their imprints. Uh, thing about Peacemaker is like there wasn't ever a reason to have Peacemaker show up in anything because Peacemaker <laughs> just kind of sucks in the comics. Like in my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, he had like a helmet that talked to him, and it was like the, the helmet talked to him. Yeah, the helmet mm-hmm. like had the ghost of his father in it or something like that. And he's like, and then there's two different versions of him too because like one version his dad was like, I don't know if I can actually say the word on here, but he was very um anti-Jewish. Oh no, that. you can say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. He yeah. was a Nazi. Dad, like his dad was a Nazi, and he hated the fact his father was a Nazi so much. He wanted peace. That's why he became peacemaker mm. in the comic book. Mm. Like he wanted to be anti his dad. He did. He hated everything about his father. Yeah. In one ver- in the second version, the first version, which you're talking about, where the helmet was the ghost of his yeah. father who told him what to do. But later they changed it that his father was actually a Nazi, and he was going against his father or something yeah. like that. Which is that was after DC bought the the, the no no this is right company. before this is still when they were Shalton character so this is okay. before well actually no you're right this is after DC bought them so this was like the mid '80s when they tried to bring okay. it back out again but the point being is Peacemaker just kind of sucks like it it's hard <laughs> to bring Peacemaker into any story like he just wasn't working there's certain DC characters that just don't work until you figure out a way for them to work. Right, which is how the movies have changed everything about certain combo characters. Right, mm. and Marvel, mm. Marvel, same thing. Like Thanos, yeah. I hated Thanos in the comics. Like I, I don't care about Thanos in the comics. Now he is made more interesting by uh, the movies. I think. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to get around the Eros issue in the, oh, in yeah. the movies. That's that's like, a whole I'm, different thing. Everyone, yes. oh, they'll never use this character. There's no possible way in this day and age. And then Harry and Styles, then, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm like, uh. Uh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the thing about like comic book media in general is that it's constantly evolving, right? Mm. Yeah. Like you get iconic takes, and then they bring in certain things. Like uh, I hate to get off off topic, but like Superman and Lex Luthor um, originally, like when they first started, I believe Lex Luthor grew up in Smallville too. And when yes. Superman had adventures as Superboy, like Superboy was just Superman, but when he was a kid. And Lex right. grew up in Smallville, which they then retconned away um, right. at a certain point. But then Smallville, the TV show, retconned that back in, which made the <laughs> comics retcon that back in. And then they retconned it back out. Oh my God! So, so DC is on one. If they don't like something, it's not working after two, three years. They're like, 
Yeah. All right, we're going to do another crisis event. I'm like, yo, yeah. y'all have done five crisis events in 15 years. Like, right. We, That's why there's been five metal. different death bizarros <laughs> over the course over the course of Superman's history. There's five different bizarros with different origins. Not to oh, mention, you know- not to mention the <laughs> cartoons and Smallville and all that stuff. So, is that a good thing or a bad man. thing? What? If they can well, just do that. Just say, they they want people to read it and they uh-huh. want to make it contemporary. Okay. So it's like like back the new fifty two. We're not making any money anymore. Let's scrap everything, and that just pissed everybody off because I'm and like, start from scratch. You are throwing away eighty years of continuity to start fresh. And now since they did the new fifty two ten years ago, they've been trying to get set everything back to the way it was. Yeah. Because they the realized how bad, bad. it idea. Interesting. There's some good stuff. Some good stuff came out of it. Like, no, yeah. um, the, back, I, the, the I quarter hours, like the Batman run. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I hated I, it in the beginning. I hated it uh, back in the day because they got rid of all the history that I had grown up with. So why oh, yeah. would I start anew with a with a continuity that isn't as good? You know, so. Yeah, yeah. no, tough. no, I'm glad they finally got it kind of fixed. And yeah. I got my Superboy back. Like, I got Connor back and I got. You know, they fixed Nightwing and they fixed Superman. Like Jonathan Kitt is one of the best characters to me being intro- has been introduced in the last 10 years. I'm like, I'm glad that they let them grow. That's the problem. Comic books are afraid to let their characters age and grow. Yeah. Um, on the Marvel side of thing, that's why they did One More Day. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you know, because jo- jo- Johnny Joey Q didn't, Joe Caseta didn't like the fact that Spider-Man was getting older and was married. He was <laughs> like, no, I want him to be a rousing bachelor. So Let's get rid of this marriage he's had for the last 20 years and rewrite all the continuity. And I'm like, you know, because people rejected it so much the last 10 years, they've been trying to fix this whole thing between Mary Jane and Peter. Because yeah. again, now you got the wow. movies, it's like, oh, Mary Jane, people like Mary Jane. Well, let's put them back together again. I'm like, y'all just spent 10 years getting rid of it. Now we got to go through all this. So they're always like, think what they know is right. And the people like reject it outright. And yeah. it's like some stuff works. Some stuff like, yeah, this is progressive. Some stuff is like, no, like nobody asked y'all to do that. Nobody yeah. had a problem with it. You had a problem with it. You thought everybody did. And now you realize when your sales go down, like that might not have been a good idea. Yeah. Was that a cat? Yeah, I'm sorry. She's <laughs> I, thought that was because, I thought I was talking too much. It was getting played off. My sound button. I have no. all the sound <laughs> effects in front of me. That was me I'm clicking. Not- I'm not paying attention to her, so she's meowing for attention. Yeah. So uh, okay, I thought that was you. Put, hit me like, oh, I'm talking too much. She's, so he was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. I no, got no, 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 no. This is interesting. And uh, one of the reasons I'll say is why I like kind of Star Wars better than the comic books, Marvel, and these. It's two, one continuous you, timeline. That's it. You have legends. It was you got canon. <laughs> that's it. Everything yeah. is canon, or everything is legends. So right. it's like you. That's don't true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. Um, well, they they cherry pick until they don't want to like. Force Unleashed. Is Starkiller canon or no. is he not canon? He's not canon. He's, so he's not canon now. No. Okay. Ne- because I was like, somebody was like, like, he still is. Oh, they I thought they said he yeah. was actually. Okay. That was because the games, the games came out before the Disney acquisition. So Correct. Right, 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 right. So gotcha. Okay. Anything pre-Disney acquisition, unless it was like the movies and whatever they was had in decided. Them, yeah. The Clone Wars oh, TV oh, show. Was in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um DC is doing some good moves with with things recently and I think it's mm. it's coming down to what are the good definitive takes on these characters. So 
the fact that Peacemaker is it was in this in this movie, The Suicide Squad, and then has mm-hmm. his own TV show means they had faith in this like in this interpretation of the character. Um, how are you guys liking? Let, let, let's just get like talk about the the show as is. How are you guys liking the show thus far? How are these care like like uh, how are you liking the characters? Let's just we'll start with the characters before we even get the plot. Are, are, are oh. any of the characters popping out at you? Are any of the characters? Oh God, yes. Not? There's one in particular, like yep. Vigilante all day. Vigilante is is the breakout character on this show, and because of how I am accustomed to the comics, and I saw him on on Arrow, and I was like, oh God, Vigilante. <laughs> That's different. And yeah. then then he's I'm like. Like I'm not that comic fan. It's gonna be like, oh God, they ruined him. I'm like, no, this this is a great take on this yeah. character. It's like he was like, he's like, he's like, I don't have emotions, so let me. Do- he's he's this idiot, but he's not a fuck up. So you're yeah. like, like, he, like he's <laughs> like capable that. of actually killing you if you get on his bad side. He right. has no qualm about doing it whatsoever. But everybody like keeps, um, you know, looking at him like, oh, he ain't gonna do nothing. And then he like that whole that jail scene. It's like he just beat everybody up, and I'm like. This is my new favorite character. This is my new, <laughs> my new favorite DC character in general. Like I have all the stuff. I love yeah. him. Um, I am not liking hardcore. She's it's she's just oh, one very note. one note to me. She's yeah. very one note. And I'm like, I get what they're doing. Maybe in the next three episodes, they'll be able to like this episode, she finally, but I'm like, I gotta get her some type of emotion from her. So but you know what? Like I'll I'll interject and about her, she seems almost like a um come to Jesus character. Everything is so chaotic. Everybody's so loud and bloody and just out there. And she just kind of sort of breathing for a minute. But then to me, that character is Leota. I, she's my breakout character next to Vigilante on this one. So personally, she's sort of that come to Jesus, calm down. Waller's Waller's daughter. daughter. And it's a brand new character, which is why the Peacemaker is sending out to me so much because Comic books are so full of characters. You could pull out of anything. And James Gunn is like, no, I'm going to create a brand new character and I'm going to make her interesting as hell. And yeah. I'm going to give her a great dynamic with this yeah. chaos demon that is uh, uh, Chris. Amanda Waller. Oh. Right, her daughter, <laughs> no, no, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm the, like, to me, that's I'm, my I'm giving it five months until she debuts in the comic book. Five you months. Think so? like she will be in the comic by this summer, I bet. <laughs> interesting, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, but I mean, is, is Mern... Is Mern a comic book character? As far I don't know. You know, I, I actually I have to read up, but I I I'm, I don't think any of them are. I, don't, I think hardcore Mern, um, kind of. Mo- I don't think any of them are. The only difference about hardcore is she seemed completely different in the movie. Like she seemed more humorous and laid back in the mm-hmm. movie. Now she's like, like you said, she's very come to Jesus, yeah. very about the job. Whereas in the movie, right. she seemed to be the laid back, scaredy one. At first, yeah. like she didn't want to go against Waller. Now it seems like this one, she would have been the one to stand up in the movie, not the other. Uh, I can't think of her name. Just not in the show now. I, oh, hi, I, you're a good point. <laughs> I've heard that the differences between Economos and Hardcore is the fact that they probably were higher paid, not in the movie, but in the in their jobs at Bell Rev, versus here where they got demoted for insubordination. Oh, okay. I got you. Right? I got you. So, like, like, Economos seemed like he had, he was pretty high up as power, like, as far as, like, monitor duty and, like, the power yeah. that he had at the monitors and hardcore the same way. Uh, and now it seems like 
Economos just hates his life. And Harcourt is like, I'm just going to follow orders. I'm just going to keep my head down. Right, and just you like, standing up got me into this mess. Let me just straight shoot from right. here on That's- By the way, badass moment in the movie, in the Suicide Squad movie, where where they knock out Waller, and they're then they tell like Bloodsport where to go. Like, that was such yeah. a cool moment in the movie. Because you know? the way the scene was just, it was just going, I'm like, okay, what is going to happen? And then... Wham! I'm like, oh, okay. I was not expecting yeah. <laughs> expecting that. Yeah. I thought like the bombs weren't going to work or something. Like one of them was going to deactivate the bomb. I didn't think they were going to knock out Waller. I thought they were going to like, explode they... one head, like at least one person's head at that moment, just to show that they could. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but of those of those six characters, they were out of expendables at that point, with the exception, uh... like it's a polka dot man who still got squished. Yeah, because in the trailer, at least we see that he he says, right. I'm so a we knew it wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh man, that movie was so good. I yeah. I wish more people saw it in theaters because that was a that was a adventure. That well, that's the whole HBO Max thing versus theater. Like when you actually look at like how good have they been doing? Like when you when you go back, like Godzilla versus Kong was the most streamed movie of twenty twenty one. Oh. So they're looking at the numbers different. So people are talking about the bond in the theater. I was like, yeah, but how was it streaming on right. HBO Max? So you, you actually got to start taking that into effect now. Um, because like, look at Encanto. Came out Thanksgiving. Nobody saw it. Releases on Disney+. Plus. Oh my God, after. everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's the highest grossing Disney song of all time. It was like their highest, one of Disney's highest streaming things. But when it first came out, nobody was talking about it. Somebody said the same thing to me, like, Eternals must have did bad. I'm like, no, people weren't going to the theater. But now that it's out and can stream, everybody on TikTok is talking about it. Everybody on Instagram, because everybody can see it now. So with the Suicide Squad, it's the same thing. I think it's like, it wasn't in the theater. Like, can you actually say bombed in the same sense that we could three years ago? I don't don't know, because are we judging it by money or views? Because... When you stream right, it on exactly. HBO Max, you get a lot of views and people watching your product, but you don't get money. That's right. the problem. That's what Scarlett Johansson's problem with Black Widow was with Disney yeah. Plus streaming. And I like, have theories on that one though, but <laughs> that's a whole different show. Let's that's a whole different that's show. That's a whole different show. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, so I mean, I guess the question is like, how many people watched the Suicide Squad? Uh, that's what it comes down to, right? It's like it bombed in the theater. Yeah, it bombed in the theater. But like everything this summer, everything by, did bad. By twenty nineteen yeah. standards, bombed in the Snake Eyes. Bombed in the theater. Well, that Snake Eyes was, was bad though. Snake Eyes. That was bad, bad anyway. <laughs> it was, but Suicide yeah. Squad. Like I thought, oh, this is gonna be great. The movie was great. Bombed in yeah. the theater. Black Widow didn't do as well as they thought it was gonna do. After, you know, it being pushed back. It, but when I went to see Black Widow, I saw some other movies. I saw Cruella in uh, April or, or May in the theater. Empty. Between April and August, I went and saw Black Widow. Black Widow was the only theater where everybody was there and the theater was completely full. Uh, it might not have done as well as Marvel they thought, movies the- and Dune. Dune was packed yeah. for me. Oh, Dune, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't see Dune. I, saw, I, I, I didn't see Dune actually streamed Dune. I streamed it. Oh, I saw it in theaters, and then I streamed it because I missed some parts because I fell asleep. 
<laughs> I, well, I, what we learned is that turn the subtitles on because we couldn't hear anything. So we had like, to turn the subtitles turn on. You're right. Yeah. That's it. You couldn't hear anything. I was like, I would have hated this if I saw it in the theater because I can't hear the anything. buzzing in the, yeah. of, this, of the yes, background that, noise. In the buzzing. background, I'm like, I can't right. understand what's happening. Compute the words. I agree because I told, I told uh, my husband, I'm like, well, let's turn on the CCs because I cannot understand a yeah. word they're saying. I enjoyed the movie 10 times better once we turned the closed caption on. I was like, oh, yep. now I actually yep. understand what's happening. I don't, I can't the, hear what they're saying. Because yeah. everybody mumbled and talked very monotone. And there's so much exposition that you need to oh be able God. to hear what they're talking about. <laughs> um, I'm like, wait, what happened? Where are they? Who's this? What, what family? Mm -hmm. huh? Is it Game of Thrones? What is going on? Harkonnen, Spies, Worms. Oh, yeah. Well, because they're all like made up words in the, in Dune. Like, how are you supposed to keep track of like, all these made up words? It's like Lord of the Rings. It has its own Bible yeah. of terms and, and backstory and lore. Yeah. This just the planet in the world it's not even having anything to do with the book or the movie yeah it's just it's just the lore of the world dictionary yep. yeah yeah it, it was, okay. it was right. an okay movie but some people swear by just dune in general like some people are big dune fans and so yeah. dune, I, dune fanatics or yeah. something else yeah. yeah uh jj you said your least favorite character on this show is hardcore yeah okay <laughs> I, did, I said the same thing yeah yeah it's just, too. yeah Okay. It's just I'm waiting for more, for right? Exactly. I'm waiting for more. I'm waiting for more to for her to either make a mistake or do something extraordinary. She's just sort of doing nothing but like being strong female character. Yeah, not oh. not a strong female character. It's just it's yeah. not working for me personally. No, I know exactly what you mean. I, I didn't I didn't mean to make it look like I was rolling your eyes. The whole strong I like strong female characters. I'm like I get what you're saying. It's you know like what? you're making it a a character trait instead of giving her some personality. Correct. So, Correct. Like when, when you said James Gunn, one word character, strong female character, that's like, like you're Gamora, except Gamora had more heart. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. And Gamora's, and Gamora's character development sort of starts very progressively and naturally as with, right. with all of their characters. You're not just seeing her kick ass and say feminist lines in order to appeal to women. Right. It's sort of, right. there's this break where the character grows. This hasn't happened for her yet. It right. might. I can't hopefully judge. I don't know how many saw episodes something. We saw the beginnings in this episode, hopefully. Right. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Right. A little spark. <laughs> yeah. A little spark. A little spark. Um, but you brought up Mern. And yeah. to me, I was that person, like, I saw the whole twist with him coming a mile away. I was like. Really? I was, th I was looking at people. I was thinking, somebody here is a butterfly. Interesting. I, Interesting. I, I did see that. But I, I wasn't sure who. I, I thought, thought it was Leona Mern. first. <laughs> no, no, I didn't thought it was Leona. I thought it was Mern because of the um, the scene with the Conomos where he was like, I don't feel anything. He was like, ever? And something about that, I'm like, hmm, something's up. And then when the explosion happened uh, at the mansion, the way he got up, I was like, why is the camera focused on him so much like right that. here? Huh. Oh, that's a good good eye on the DVD. Like he was just getting up yeah. like he wasn't hurt. And he just like turns his head and looks. And I'm like... A human doesn't get up like that. That doesn't like like uh, I get to try to make him look strong, but nobody gets up like that. Yeah. Uh we're gonna talk about the plot after we talk about the intro, the theme song and <laughs> intro dance. Are you guys digging the intro? Love okay. it so much. I, <laughs> I have never in my life, I've I've only never ever skipped Game of Thrones intro, Westworld intro, and Sopranos intro. Never. And I've never once clicked skip. Everything else in my life, I've skipped. Yeah. 
peacemakers out there with yes. Game of Thrones, with Westworld, with Sopranos. Uh, yeah, I love you, not. But- I was I was watching this week's episode and I was like I need to do a TikTok when we look at the TV when it comes on it says skip intro I was like skip the intro never we will never skip this intro it's so good it's the song so, is stuck in my so, head so good the song is stuck Every in my head video I, can't. I do I put it in there I like is do you want to do you wanna... I'm like come on man it's just it's so and then I watched the background on how they made it because they were like, they had to make it like stiff, but still avant-garde. So yeah. the, it's like it's modern dance, jazz, and hip-hop. I'm like, what? I, I <laughs> read an article. at it, which is what's so great. <laughs> I, I read an article saying that the choreographer choreographed it so that anyone could learn it, that it, they were sim- simplified moves. That choreographer is Alan Tudyk's wife. Wow, you know, Alan Alan Tudyk. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's you'll know him if you see him, JJ. T U D Y K. Uh, okay. He's, he's, he's on, in um, a bunch of stuff. He's like he's on the Alien show on on uh, USA and Sci-Fi. Uh, that's his current show. T U D Y K. He was also in Transformers. He was IG. He was uh the robot in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. He he also is the voice of the chicken in Momoa. Like. Or not Momoa in uh, Mo- Moana. No, no, Moana. Yeah. Dodgeball, hey, hey, anybody. He, yeah, he's, he's a, a pi- great pi- voice pirate actor. Pirate Steve. Pirate Steve, yes. Yeah. So it's his wife that his wife choreographed it and wife. taught it to him so he would learn it first to see if it would be easy to teach. That's just what I heard, what I read. So That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I've ever heard my life. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me appreciate it even more now. <laughs> uh, and look, I'm just hearing it in my head. I'm always saying, do you want to do it? Yeah. Here's the question. It's hilarious. Some people are like, does it mean something? What, the, the dance? The whole intro Opening. Thing. The whole opening. Does it mean something? I think it's just trademark James Gunn. Just bringing dicking in around. Camp, dicking yeah. around, being campy, dicking Go around. with and the just- plot. I can see it, though, with the plot of the show being mind control, the way everyone is moving in unison, like, even, like, they're flying like and puppets? they have these arms. Right, right. They're like puppets. So, like, but you can do that with anything. You're like, hmm, like, let me look into all of this and right. see. Some see people are saying. I think it's just an introduction for all the characters. I think yeah. that's all it is. Some people are saying it's no the whole no emotion thing. Right, yeah. Like, oh, it's the plot of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 JJ, what were you saying though? You were saying just like just the you think it's just campy James Gunn. Camp? Oh, I think it's personally. I think it's campy James Gunn. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of uh, not a fan. Like I just I don't speculate too much. I don't read a lot of news. I don't read a lot of theories. I really stay away from that sort of thing online yeah. because it kind of kills the experience for me. To be honest with you, which is why I'm avoiding anything related to multiverse of madness. I see anybody talking about multiverse of madness, I'm skipping immediately. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't, yeah. don't go just, on TikTok right now because I guess they Marvel released new the one? the Marvel released the plot of the movie, like what? they released the synopsis, and everybody is like dissect. It's, it's literally five lines, and everyone is dissecting every single part oh, of it. I'm like, no, we're doing so this again. They, they released the official synopsis of the That's movie funny today because. Uh, like last week, they quote unquote released the end credits, but it wasn't true. First things first, you don't make the end credits so far in advance before the movie comes out. We're talking yeah. like so you could see the cast list. So basically, like somebody released the cast list because it like shows okay. the end credit, but it's not real. Like right. it was just because it was like 
Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart. And it's like, uh, I don't think he's showing. I do not. I don't, I don't think See? that. Why I think you'll get do three that? cameos. What'd you uh, say? You, no, three uh, cameos? JJ said something. I, I think no, you're going to get like, three like, cameos. Why would people do this? Yeah. Like, why would you even release something like that? So, and even if it's true, that's just It's cool. not true. Like, that somebody was like, oh yeah, this is just fake. Also, oh, it's it's too God. early to have end credits. Like you don't you don't create that list. The movie's not done yet. Why would that's like the last thing you do is create a list of yeah. the names that people who worked on the project. You know, right, they can do the credits in about a month. They don't need six <laughs> months. To I, do I mean, credits. you can. I mean, if it's just a list of credits, you could do that in like five minutes. But like, if it's the, I mean, if it's the cool like Black Panther closing credits, which are oh, I mean, the, that's the like top tier credits. The best. Uh, uh, then, I don't yes, think that's that coming out this year. Greatest soundtrack of any Marvel movie. For oh my sure. god, yes. Well, this <laughs> yes, Marvel. I'm about to say MCU. Yes, best soundtrack. Marvel is probably into the Spider Verse. That is probably the best. Oh. Uh, uh, just because it's like Sunflower oh. and Duck I mean, Wars Sunflower is really uh, good, but but the whole the whole album for Black Panther. I, yeah, they, I streamed they, they, that they, for like two months straight. I, I have the purple album. I have the Black Panther album. Like the oh, purple yeah? is this purple and everything. I have it on the record player right now. That's awesome. <laughs> my, my sister got it for, for Christmas and last year. So uh, I have okay. that album. Yeah. Uh okay. So I digress. I digress. We're getting <laughs> we're just gonna have another episode where it's just talking about movie, movie. Exactly. Albums, which actually <laughs> should well, no, be. We, we've talked about the show. We it have should talked be. about the show. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, look, General Electric gave me the washing machine. I told exactly. you. Exactly. They, they're like, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta fill up the uh, the hours. Um, well, well, so like, okay, so the intro. Some people are saying that. What's also weird about the intro is that like everybody who, even people who have just showed up once in one scene, are in the intro, like the theme song. Like we've only well, seen the janitor once. In the first oh, episode, right, no, right, but he's right. the only one that only shows up once. Well, who's the who's the guy? Okay, there's there's two FBI people, or yeah, FBI. No, they're cops. They're, they're cops. I, I'm gonna have to or pull the up the list. Okay, there's two. Yeah, they're just cops. But who's the person behind them in the dance? It's some. That's other, the other. That, that's the other cop that was there with them in the second episode, and he was in this week's episode too. No, well, okay. okay there's there's Detective Song. Yeah. There's the the white guy who's her partner and then yeah. there's another white guy behind them yeah, I know. in the dance he was in the he was in the second episode he was in the third episode and he was in this episode Larry oh. Fitzgibbon Lachlan Monroe that's the actor yeah okay so he always plays a lot of bad roles <laughs> uh basically my point is that like I don't know it's just weird they're not all main characters they're just but, uh, yeah I mean, Building I think it was just showing you this is going to be the cast and maybe with the gender. Again, we're not done yet, though. There's yeah. still, what, two more episodes left, right. so they could anybody pop up can again. pop up. The janitor just, could pop up. Right. And if, and if you look at when the janitor comes in, he comes in at the beginning of it. So it might be, with the exception of Vigilante and Abishola, it might be the order that he met people. Like, how they entered his life or when they came into his life. I'll uh, add one thing to it though, like to the whole intro. I believe every character on here so far has been so memorable, has been given like a lot of cool uh, moments and dialogue that they really stand out. 
Yeah. Like even even like I love the janitor actor. I think what was what's his name? Um, uh, Rizwan. Oh is it Rizwan? Rizwan. Rizwan. Yeah, he's one of the main characters in uh, Shit's Creek. That's how I know him. So oh, when okay. I saw him, I jumped off the. <laughs> Rizwan. Manji. I jumped off my chair. Yeah, yeah. He plays Ray on Shit's Creek. So mm. um, that's when I when I, I saw watching him. watching this show. Oh, I've seen it like. like my times. whole family watched it. Everybody tells me it's amazing. It's one of any for like best TV. Show. I'm like, I need to watch this. No, it's, it's, to me, it's like, you know how people joke around the office being everybody's comfort show? Shit's yes. Creek is my comfort. It's so good. So, and I, and even the old man that, um, that, um, lives next door. Correct. Like yeah. he's just there for like one dialogue, one scene. And it's again, it's so memorable. I don't yeah. know their names. I'm really bad at names, well, but was, I know the dialogue and scenes. Yeah. In his, de- in his defense, he was in last week's episode too. Was he? Uh, yeah, remember he, him and they did the whole Batman thing. Oh, when they're talking about like, like yeah, 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 yeah. Batman doesn't kill him. Yeah, so <laughs> he's like, I was just making conversation, and I love the fact at the end of that he was like, I was just making conversation. Like he's so ready to go off on him. He was like, I was just making conversation, and it hits him like, I was about to kill this old man. Yeah, well, the old like, man is also nosy and just annoying. Like he's yeah, saying, true, but he's saying he's just like conversation, but he's also here to start trouble too. He's just like, Rich, right, are you saying we should hurt people for being annoying no, and nosy? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, saying it's he like, was an also, innocent old man. Is what I'm saying. It's not innocent, but it's like you are a forty-year-old like super soldier, yeah. and this is a old man. It's like. It's the same thing with TikTok. You get those comments, and then it's like, I realize, like, this is probably some 10 or 12 year old. I'm about to go yeah. off, you know, and write a whole diatribe in my con. I'm like, yeah, go off. Some kid. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I just block the people anyway on TikTok, but like, honestly, it doesn't matter whether they're a kid or not. Like, if you come here and you're trolling, you deal with trolls. You don't. True, but there's you know, a way nobody's I deal with doxing anyone. Nobody's doing no. the really crazy shit, but like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they speak to you like an adult, you speak to them like an adult. Usually, when I, uh, if I, I cherry pick who I'm gonna be part of it. I really do, because <laughs> I just don't, I don't I don't want my uh, I don't want people that come across my videos to know that I am just gonna let things slide and yeah. you can't talk to me in any way. Well, you, you have to. That's just that boundary that like you can't Correct. talk to me any way you want. Right. And I was I I used to just block and I still do. Like I just don't even engage in that medium. Like I yeah. said, I'll cherry pick a comment. Like, but I always make sure. If it's there's a person behind it with an actual name that I am not directly replying to them, I usually black out their name oh. uh, completely, or I snapshot the comment. Or um, like today, I got a really nasty comment, but there's no username behind it. There's no actual person behind it. There's no kid, no, nothing. So I felt safe that I could reply to this person, and they're not going to be doxxed. Yeah. So I kind of always take that into consideration. Of who am I going to be petty towards, especially if right, they're yeah. unnecessarily cruel to me for no reason. So I, I hate that. I, I just block them mostly because like mm-hmm. I put a lot of thought and emph- like and, and effort into my videos, or at least I try to. So then it just right. becomes thought and effort into making a rebuttal video. And then I'm like, right. I don't, I could, I'd rather spend my time on like doing some new thing. Uh, we, we, we all have our ways of dealing with it because we're all doing the same thing, which is TikToking and being content creators on social media. And it's like, yeah, we got to deal with all types. It's my, but my. Did she freeze again? She did. Okay, there, there we go. She's yeah. again. I'm back. Okay. okay. My, my favorite trolley comments is where um, uh, trolls come after like lore master. Like you two obviously are very knowledgeable in all of this. Like I could, when they come in like, oh, tell me you don't know about this. Oh my God, me. I hate that one. 
oh my god one of the star wars creators i follow elements somebody left him a comment he replied and it just popped up he, somebody said oh, tell me you haven't seen the clone wars without telling me yet to the clone wars i'm like have you come across element before star wars then the doctor knows about medicine like what? right like what the hell it's, are you coming it's the, like, the gatekeeper comments comments that get me i can't i can't stay. And someone said to me one time they were like you can't talk about this we're the real comic book readers i'm like kid i've been reading comic books longer than you've been alive <laughs> like, like like that's like telling me like telling me about mortal Kombat. i was like i was there on mortal monday you've only heard about it like <laughs> what, what's you the, were what's the meme the that people thing? say i was there when it was uh it was it's the it's a darth bane you yeah, it's, 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 it's like it was like you, was only, you, adop you adopted the dark. God, it's God. like you adopted this geek culture. I yeah. was born into this geek culture. Like I, I was so there much. for the bad movies. I was there for Steel. Steel. And for, and, yeah. and, and for like and for the Captain America movie where the Red Skull was Italian. I yeah. was there for the bad times. Like, don't you quote the scriptures to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so yeah. much. <laughs> like I, I like like I mean I I'm like I I was there when it wasn't popular to go see these movies. Yeah, you know they weren't the number one through eight top grossing movie of all time. So yeah, <laughs> I had somebody I had somebody tell me I made a couple of Game of Thrones videos and about the ending of the season eight and uh, the whole Night King thing and somebody wrote it, wrote in my comments like you obviously haven't read the books like you don't know anything I'm like. <laughs> what did I do for the past decade of my life consuming this world? Yeah. And I, those comments I let go of, but when they're unnecessarily cruel and personal, yeah. that's when I, I may I may make you a video and get a little extra petty. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to me with the Midnight Sun thing. This person came in there, it's Midnight Suns. I'm like, <sighs> oh, you don't, oh, okay, you want to be that person? Fine. <laughs> like, I'll say this and I'll keep, and everybody's like, oh, and then the person just kept replying to everybody. No, I meant this. I'm like, no, I read your comment. Like, you even commented to me. Don't try to change it up now because I embarrassed you. Right. Oh, like, no, it's, it's, it's so like. One of those fighting for their life in the comments moments. Huh? Right. It's like, it's like, oh, he lost, he lost. And he's, he's replying to every single person. I didn't lose. I didn't, I'm like. I'm talking about the 90s. I'm like, yeah, okay, bro. Like, yo, you said midnight. You, I have the comment here. It yeah. literally says how you spelt it. Like, <laughs> there's random things that pop up. Like, I, I did a video once just because I'm a big X Men fan talking about how, like, just Magneto alone beats the Avengers. Like, just Magneto. Remember alone. that video? Remember Do that you remember video. that video? Yes. People oh got so mad. At me. Oh my God. People got so mad. And I'm, and then they were like saying that like Magneto can't control metal that's not magnetic. And I'm like, uh, actually, he has controlled metal that's not magnetic a bunch of times. He, he also, like, like gold. Gold is not magnetic, but Magneto has controlled gold, so he can control non-magnetic metal. And so also, like people argued with me on that, and I'm like. There is literally, and I compiled a, a rebuttal. I, I didn't release it. I'm just like, I'm, I, I'm well, tired. The, the one, my go-to with that one is like, you do realize you have iron in your blood, right? Like, yeah. all he has to do is think about it, and yeah. you just. You're getting aneurysm. <laughs> He's done it before. He's like. He's done it before. Yeah. It's, it's not like he can't do it. It might take some concentration. And would he be distracted? Yes. But if he like sat that, like there's a reason why we're going on side but the whole crack hole thing, like the reason that their biggest export is Omega. Like people are like, like Storm. 
Duke, I'm like, Storm is literally the most powerful person on the planet. Or any planet in our solar system, she is the most powerful person there. there. Right. She controls the weather. Like she did something recently where she dropped the, the uh, air pressure around a group of people, which caused them all to go into a vacuum and die. Yeah. It's like she, she could, imagine she did that and she didn't care about humanity. Right. Like there is oh nothing anyone can do to stop her. Right. Well, so she, is, she, is she is she an omega level mutant? She's omega level. There yeah. is no okay. upper limit to Storm's power because no matter the planet she's on, she okay. can control the weather system for that, on that planet. planet. Even when okay. she goes to space, she's pulled air around her. Right. In, like she's created her own atmosphere in space to, to survive. Like Same thing with like Iceman. They had a recent one where he got thrown into space and he's just sitting there like, oh, everybody's about to die. And he's like, I don't breathe. He doesn't breathe anymore. You cannot kill him. He doesn't breathe anymore. So he literally makes a cube around everybody, starts it spinning to make its own gravity, and then they start burning the ice along with the fire to make oxygen. Like, who thinks that fast? And he's like, okay, I got to save everyone. And he's like, I'm not dying. He doesn't even feel the frigidness of space because he is cold incarnate. God, X-Men yeah. is so awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the X-Men, the X-Men have terraformed so awesome. Mars. Like, right, they've made Mars into its own thing. Uh, uh, that's yeah. why I'm loving the Crack Cohen age, and that might be my new like double down for like content. It's like I'm it's all X-Men all the time. Like <laughs> I'm a huge X-Men fan. Um I'm, yeah. Uh okay, let, we went way on a tangent. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the plot of this peacemaker. Let's talk about the butterflies. We start off with them mentioning Project Butterfly, and mm-hmm. the first thing, uh, first thing is that they're like Project Butterfly, and he's like, "Well, Project Starfish was a huge starfish. This is gonna be like a big Mothra, like, <laughs> like, like, am I gonna have to fight Mothra?" And they're like, "No," and he's like, "Well, because the titles have been really spot on, and but like, and it turns out it is spot on. It is an alien right. butterfly, yep, um, yep. which we learn as far as what we've seen." We see people have butterflies in their head. We mm-hmm. see them drinking this honey goo looking thing. Yep. We know that they're in, there's a lot of them, a lot a of lot. them everywhere. And that they're in big, like places of power. Uh, Celebrities and senators, yeah. I have a theory, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts about what's going on with this Project Butterfly. What do you guys think? I'll let you, Dorsey. <laughs> well, after this week's episode, I don't think that they're bad because you look at the people they're going after. They're, they're doing things like stopping climate change. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get economic resources to poor people. The thing literally draws a peace symbol out of the out of the out of the honey goose thing. So I believe that there's more to it as to like I think Mern. I think it's I think it's a white Martian. Green Martian type thing. Like some okay. of these are like are bad, which is like Murn, and he's like, Yeah, we gotta destroy them all so my kind can come here and take over. Yeah. And we gotta get rid of these good because look at the end of that, what was it, the second or the third episode, where you see how many they are. They're like this, yeah, like, they've infested the earth. Yeah. So and I think that well, I think Waller knows that Murn is a butterfly. butterfly. But she knows it's going to mess up her bottom line. And she's very like, you know, protect America at all costs. This is an alien invader. doesn't matter what they're trying to do. She's like, I don't care about the rest of the world. 
I want them out of my neck of the woods. I want them, I want them gone from here. And you're going to help me find them because you're one of them. So I think that they, I think that we're going to, they're going to build to like this whole thing of like, when does he go against orders and what is the end game between Waller and like the government and what these things actually want, because we still know all this is they get into the orifices. So we don't know how they get into right. the body, the head, yeah. how much control they actually have. They might say, Hey, that's what they said. <laughs> it's like, I'll get, I'll get into your brain and I'll like, I'll just, you know, give you super strength. You can do whatever the hell you want. Just gotta eat this goo and I'll get in your brain. I get one hour out of the day, but out of this, I'll make you like extremely powerful and all this other stuff. So right. we don't know what their end game is, but it looks like they're actually peaceful. So we just, or that could be a red herring. It's like, oh, well, yeah. they're, they're, they want us to think it's peaceful. And then we realize like they want to take over everybody on the planet. Well, wasn't it uh, the, the green character, the, the karate uh, uh, judo, judo master? Judo master, yeah. Didn't he mention uh, something He's about like, it's not, it. what, it's you not what it is? All, it's not what you yeah, think. Yeah, what correct. But then, like this last episode, are we, is Mern going to kill Leota? Like, I don't think so. That concerned me. Like it was a complete, like just uh, they ended it, and not, the the fight didn't finish. So yeah, I think he's um, gonna talk to her and tell her his side of the story. You think so? Yeah, I mean it's Waller's the way he daughter. Attacked so her, I don't know. She's like, definitely not dead. I think he's hold, I think he's gonna hold her somewhere, but oh. she's definitely not gonna kill her. I don't think he's no. gonna kill her. No. Okay. Uh, my theory is that the butterflies are good. Myrn is a bad butterfly. There are other mm. bad butterflies. I also have a theory that the hosts aren't uh, uh, actual hosts. They're created by the butterflies to operate. What do you mean, the, the human? You mean oh, the they're, human like, they're like clones. We don't, know, we don't know that these humans have existed before the butterflies were in their heads. You get what I mean? We just know well, that actually, the butterflies we, are in their heads. It might be a body snatcher because it's, I think they said something about like his attitude completely changed. Like he was this type of governor and now he's pro climate change. So uh, I, think it's I don't like, know if they said that, but that, I mean, that could be possible. And that would ruin my theory if that is true. I don't remember that. All I'm saying is that, yes, the senator was a senator, but I think the senator could have always been the body of a butterfly. Like the, the that's true. That's you know what idea. I mean? But the only yeah. thing is, like, when they show the map of all the butterflies, it's an excessive number. When somebody notice all these new people just popping up, popping no. out of nowhere with no identity, I think well, it's a classic not, alien. Based come on what they've Earth been here the whole situation. time. It's like, how long ah. have they actually been here? Yeah. How long have they been, they, they've okay. been here the whole time? Okay. They didn't land here. Yeah, like, because they're but they're an actual butterfly, which that was I did not expect that number one. When they're calling them butterflies, like th to be an actual ugh. butterfly. That was my one my one qualm with it. <laughs> What's, what the oh, actual sorry, butterfly? I, I interrupted you. What'd you say? No, no, no. I was gonna ask you the, the qualm. Was it the actual butterfly? No, no, it's that they've gone to the mind control well twice now. That's so why like, I'm saying uh, I don't yeah. think I don't think it's yeah. Starro's taking over people's minds. Because it the butterfly or the butterflies taking over people's minds, it'd be too much like Starro. But Starro, yeah. when they when he or the, whatever the uh, when they took over the people, they made them into these mindless, speechless sort of zombies. Right. Butterflies, these people are still actual people. They have uh, families. We don't know. No? I, that's uh, the thing. We don't well, know. They, 
Okay. They okay. still seem to have personalities and things like because the whole right. even the torture That's scene with vigilante, he was still act like outside of when they kind of like went to that drone mode and started to, to see it. Yeah, with the time. Right when, yeah. he, when he had to act like an actual person, he was like, "How come this thing isn't working?" He wasn't acting like. A well, look at Mern. Mern is a but Mern is a great example of that. Right. He completely he's got a full personality. He gets angry. He's happy. He tells them, "You guys are terrible." Uh, get right. Like, does he get happy? No? He gets angry. Well, in the last episode, in the last episode, he's like, "You guys deserve rest. Go get okay. like drinks or food or something." So that yeah. was like a yeah, moment of true. him go relax. It was like a not happy, happy, but not right. almost his tough demeanor. But so, speaking of Mern, somebody brought this up to me. I think I saw it earlier today. Did you catch the fact that they only attack when they're seen? Like they have, they have no like Mern didn't attack her until she saw him. And that's right, when they go in that that rampage and you know actually start attacking. Right. If you don't do anything to them, they they're pretty docile and won't bother uh, you. Right. Wait, what you're saying about the innocent versus guilty thing, but it's not a trigger because the no, girl the girl that Peacemaster uh, Peacemaker was with tried to with, kill with, him, thinking the that whole he time. yeah, thinking that he right. was going to kill right. her. You're right. It's not it's not a, it's not a trigger, but they don't attack until they feel threatened. I'll say right. I'll say that right that they're not a homicidal race it's that it right. might be a self-preservation thing right interesting right because the girl the girl that peacemaker was with it's only after she saw the dossier that she was like oh i gotta kill this guy right. like she was actually oh, yeah, interested right. in him yeah. right <laughs> and the thing is the thing is is that that girl was just randomly at the bar remember they kind of figured right. that out they were like that was just a person at the bar that he was having sex with Right, and it was a random that, meeting. What, like nothing indicates that she was planted there for him, right. for him to meet her, no. so that she can Which ambush him. They're just living their life. Well, and that also makes me think that like the the butterflies take over at certain points. Like everyone else, they're fine. They're they're regular. Like they guide, but they don't control until they feel threatened. That's when they they right. take over. Because like I, she was like smiling point, at him, yeah. and she, like she probably was. Like the bug doesn't have any need for sex, as far as I know. So right. I'm gonna disagree. The- I'm gonna. I, <laughs> that's part of my theory is that they're trying to live their best life operating on Earth. That's that's my okay. theory. All right. You but know. But, I'm, but 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 what I was saying is that it wasn't again until she felt threatened. Right. The, the the couple and the senator, not till they shot that they were like, "Oh, I gotta come after you" or any of that. Like for all we know, Judo Master has one in his brain. We don't we don't know. Uh, Judo Master didn't because Judo Master didn't have heightened whatever to the Mm -hmm. extent that those guys. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's That's right. Like that's the thing. Also, we, we, we know that the butterflies can't take over smaller brains. So they can't take over Eagly. We're not going to get a butterfly in Eagly's head, but I also, I don't think the butterflies take over people. I think it's too close to Starro unless, (laughs) unless the story is, giving Peacemaker a second shot at a Starro story and making a different decision because of, there has to be some narrative point yeah. to this, right? I, I think right. I, it's I like, think it's I, like, it's like, like you take, yeah. you kill all these women and children or, and follow orders or you become your own man. Right. And, Don't and, make the same mistake again, twice. J- right. James Gunn says he wants to do a second season, so I'm hoping it does. Okay. We all, we've heard about the spinoff now and also I got theories on that. And um, But 
I gotta say real quick, did anybody else think it was gonna be Gorilla Grodd at first? When like like is this thing controlling it? Is, that's how we get oh. Gorilla Grodd in the this DC extended uh, universe. I actually thought it could have been Monsieur Mala, actually. Oh god, you're right. Uh but it wasn't. It is a no, character. That gorilla is a character. I didn't know that. Charlie is a so I think his name was Charlie the Gorilla. Charlie is a character. <laughs> his name is like I did not know that. His name is like Sergeant Gorilla or something. It's like I, now I do know of that character. I didn't know that's who it was supposed to be though. Uh Sergeant Gorilla. Yeah, that's his name. And he's <laughs> Sergeant Gorilla. So that's, how many giant gorillas did does DC have? You you want to know an interesting thing about gorillas in DC? It's because there was a moment in time where if you put a gorilla on the cover of a comic, it sold a bajillion. Gorillas wow. were a huge trend in comics because everybody just wanted gorillas in their comics. And you have them on the cover, people bought it. To the point where like I, they had to make a rule like that they had to stop because it was just taking over. Like That's why gorillas Whoa. are so prominent. There's so many Don- gorilla characters. Donkey Kong. Well, DC is good King for that. Anytime, anytime something comes really popular, that becomes like a new villain. Like that's how, speaking of which, that's yeah. how we got Kite Man. Because what? Kites was so popular, they created a character that uses <laughs> kites to, to rob people. I didn't and know that. that. Okay, but here's one more fact. You know what Kite Man's name is? Yeah, it's, it's Charles Brown. It's Charles Brown. Because Charlie <laughs> Brown loved kites. So they actually named him Charles Brown. Charles yeah, Chuck Brown. To that I, was genius. Like, I was like, what? It's so I mean, it goes back to the beginning of DC. So like, what, the guy that created the polygraph created Wonder Woman, yeah. which is why she has the last little truth. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, he was also into some, he was also into BDSM too. So there's a, that's why Wonder Woman could only be beat if someone tied her up. Uh, this is the, this is the 40s. It, it's funny though. <laughs> it's funny. That guy is like, what are my two hobbies? Polygraphs and BDSM. What's ah? Uh, how do we do a, the, a lasso of truth? I got it. That's, that's no. He, he was he was into being dominated. He was yeah. into BDSM, and he was yeah. in, he was the creator of the polygraph that gets you Wonder Woman. Well, right. <laughs> right, and he had he had his he he was in a thruple, right? There he was in a yeah poly, yeah yeah. Uh, There's oh a movie God, about him. Hero. Oh, there's a movie on Netflix about or a movie. William a movie Marster's or a movie. William Marster and the Wonder Women, something like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's like me I saying, "Yeah, Netflix I collect still. mugs and I'm into feet." I, I, it's just so weird. What's the? It's like the crossover: mugs and feet, mugs and feet. <laughs> like, it's, hey, that's Quentin Tarantino. Every movie yeah. he does. That is true. That is his fetish. Yeah, that's his um, fetish. JJ, Two what, things. What were yeah, you gonna sorry. say? Yeah, you. Were you gonna say something about the um, the oh, butterflies? Uh, butterfly. I forget where we left off in that. It was it was the butterflies and uh, no no. You were saying your theory, so you were saying that you thought that they weren't that the that they you weren't were trying to take were... over the same way, and you right. said that you think unless, it's gonna be an anti-Staro thing. Yeah, unless they literally do the same thing in order to give Peacemaker a second chance to be a better person. So. It depends on where James Gunn wants to go, whether he doesn't want to rehash Starro, but wants to draw a red herring to Starro being like, yeah. oh, another takeover plot. Or it is another takeover plot to show Peacemaker's growth as a character by making a different choice. I think the latter, honestly. And, uh, the latter sounds good. Yeah. It might be both. It might be a combination of both. both. Yeah. But I'm going to segue. I'm going to kind of back and forth what you guys were talking about regarding the butterflies and why we're getting from... Um, it's like they're not what you think. 
And then, then you have the attack by Mern on Leota, like they made him look like a bad guy for a minute. Yeah. It's almost going to be like, we just want to exist. We just want to live our lives. We just want to do this. But on the other hand, if they're inhabiting us, yeah. just entering you, taking away your agency, yeah. your consent, whatever. So it's like, you're not bad, but you're also taking away agency and consent right. of human beings. You, you just be made more... me think of something though. What if they're not taking anybody's consent? What if they're inhabiting dead bodies? People that have been killed. Uh, so, well, it hmm. could be possible. We also, though- Like Murray. The, huh? We see the Senator, his wife and his children. So, right, before we know, they may have died at some point that we didn't even see. Like, like together? Amanda Waller. Like in a car yeah, accident like Amanda, like, they could have been a gas leak. Amanda Waller could have said, I want these people dead. And then they show back alive again. And she's like, okay, what's, that might be how she found out about them. Like, Murray has said, he's gone on all these missions, done all this stuff. Now, all of a sudden, he's working for Waller. It's like, right. he was, so, and he's very, and again, sometimes they're very stiff. So, it's like, That's what if point. they aren't alive that's that gets past the whole you're taking over people's life what if they're like inhabiting dead bodies like they're just uh then the body bringing them back age. to life and just controlling the brain the bodies wouldn't mm -hmm. age right but wouldn't wouldn't somebody no, notice a bunch of dead people just coming back to well not that you see them when they died yeah hmm. well we don't know how long they've been inhabited we don't know yeah. when they could have died yeah like if that's true if if, if say murn died say 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 the original murn this is what i'm saying the okay. original murn went on a mission and something happened, and he sees the ship that these things came on. Yeah. And he winds up dying, and one of them inhabits him. And now this one's going to Waller, and the other ones have flown off now. Yeah. And have inhabited <clears throat> other people. And it's like, sorry. <laughs> I hate. Like, that might explain like why they're in the. They can they can stop rigor mortis, and that explains why they're working the brain. They're actually like doing like a ratatouille and controlling. Well, they're the definitely body. doing the ratatouille. That's. Yeah. I think we all agree. Definitely doing a ratatouille. Uh, right. I don't know. But now that you mentioned that Mern didn't work for Waller, but now yeah. works for Waller on this specific mission, I think this specific mission is Mern's mission. Waller funds the operation to keep Mern close. And I think Leota is meant to watch Mern. Does she right, know that if Mern is a butterfly, thing. though? Now she does, hmm? but didn't originally. No, no, no. I, I'm think, Waller about always knew. I think Waller knows Mern is a butterfly. But I don't think yeah. Mern knows Waller knows. That's I, what think I think Mern is the reason, Mern being a butterfly and them having to take out all these other ones is why Waller is doing it. It's like, this will take forever. She's like, she knows like, this will take forever. This is a endless task. Right. But I'm going to assign you to do this or I'm going to kill you. And yeah. so, so, so he's like, okay, well, I guess I got to do this. And that's just the boat that he's in right now. It's like, yeah. it lets the show go on forever right. without ever heaven in i think this show is doing a i think it's a bunch of red herrings i think there, there's the movie called we, they live is that what it's called they live oh uh, you thought it was uh roddy roddy popper yeah what's it called yeah um they live yeah they live so where they, like, like they got the glasses they put yeah. the sunglasses on and the whole right. that's where the whole obey thing came from right and it's like, oh, uh, I'm oh, here God, to kick I'm ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm out, all yeah. out of bubblegum. And I'm out of bubblegum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another, so, another wrestler turned actor. Yeah, that, I I'm think, I think this right. is That's trying, Roddy, Roddy Popper. <laughs> I, I think this, this last episode especially is trying to bring up that with Peacemaker's X-ray vision, right? 
Right. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely so. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our favorite moments. And this is not a favorite moment, but I do want to bring up this moment. Uh, is that I thought, because James Gunn is James Gunn, I thought when he put on X ray vision and that like old, like our elderly, like secretary nurse lady that first gets killed, I thought it was going to show her naked because I just thought that was James Gunn's thing. So I just waited <laughs> to be like, okay, I'm going to see like, a naked older lady and then her head explodes and i'm like ah i was not ready for this and so then like and then you see the game of like oh he sees the butterflies in their heads he kills mm-hmm. them all but, but that like, also shows his technical mind to think of all these helmets let me get the x-ray one and that way i know who i can kill and he, she was like i thought you're gonna be cool and he's like i am ain't i cool and he's right. just killing anything you're like that was brilliant like why yeah. tell everybody you have x-ray vision so you can like hey i'm sticking with this dude he knows exactly yeah. who, who, to, who to aim for who to kill who not to kill yeah. well that's how we know leota is not a butterfly even before that fact ah because they're yes. hanging out together but anyone else is suspect because he turns it off at a certain point so we do ah. know Mern, but do we know anyone else Hundred bucks. It's her wife. It's oh it's, god. Yeah. You think it's Leota's wife? Yep. Oh wow. wow. That's a good idea. I want to come back to this. She's at some in point the intro in song too. Exactly. Wait a minute, everybody in the intro is is has got a butterfly. Um, <laughs> has well, has a important thing to either say or a prominent role or prominent piece of dialogue. I think she's a butterfly. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's, um, that's a red herring right there. That's a red herring. Wow. Which one's a red herring? The Leota's wife. Like you think that? Oh, okay. Like that you think we're unexpected, safe, but we. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I don't know. Um, also, he brings up the X-ray helmet after they have the team meeting talking about the butterflies. He doesn't bring it up mm-hmm. before. Like he doesn't use it beforehand. He uses he did it. Collect- he did collect all of them from his dad's house, right? Because yeah. I thought he only he, took he grabbed, one. He grabbed a whole bunch, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because I thought he was gonna I grab about one. that. Yeah. He was gonna grab one, and he just was like, "I'm just gonna take all of them." Okay. Yeah. I, I love that like, aspect of it. Each helmet does a different a... thing. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. I said I love the fact that each helmet does a different thing. That's yeah. a great oh, yeah. addition to Sonic his character. And why he wears this stupid helmet? You can't combine <laughs> them all into one helmet. It's just so funny. Like they all. What makes you think one thing though? What was the Suicide Squad one's ability then? Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Was it just a helmet? It must have just been, or maybe it was like, maybe it had a targeting thing. Like it was like a marksman type thing. That's why he did that whole thing with Bloodsport. Like he, oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or protect them against impact or something. Yeah. Why didn't well, he also like probably protect them against movement. impact? But you never, like, this is a, something new. I'm like, well, what was the original? Or maybe Waller and them just made him that helmet. So it didn't have anything. Oh, no. No, what it was, uh, well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Peacemaker has been in jail for however many years. And Peacemaker's dad has been building. Oh, no, no, no. Peacemaker's dad built the helmets before he went to jail, but stopped when he went to jail. So, you know, yeah. So all the helmets were built before Peacemaker went to jail. So why wouldn't he just take the sonic boom and blow up Starro and be done with the shit? Well, he couldn't take it. He was in jail. So whatever one he was wearing when he got caught, that's the one that they had at Bell Reef. Right. Right. Um, There's a plot hole, I'll be honest with you. He could have been like, oh, listen, just created for it. They might come back to (laughs) (laughs) Huh. 
this, that could be like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> that could blow up the fish. I mean, the, the well, he, he says yeah. he didn't know what they all did. He asked them. He said, "I need one." And the dad was saying, "Well, this ah, one does this. Right. This one okay. does that. This one." So the one he had, that might have just been the first one. His dad yeah, might okay. just been, like you said, working on them since, or had been building right. them. And also, he like, had he to ask his chance. dad's permission, right? But right. but when his dad's mm-hmm. in jail, he went he in and he just took him, right? Well, that's another thing that doesn't make any sense. If the dad is a bad guy, he wants to be a villain. Why would the dad create the helmet for him? Well, the dad he was, hates him. No, but he was hoping to use Peacemaker as like a proxy, right? Like oh, yeah. he was, you know, hoping that Peacemaker. I think honestly, I do think that he was hoping Peacemaker would just kill more colored people. Like, oh, like, because yeah, that's, good point. that's yep. what they talk about, right? They talk about like, yeah. Who are He's you been him for that. Yeah, you're disproportionately targeting certain groups. And he's like, they all do crime or like whatever he said, right? That's a, that's a, that's but, a good but point. But they also showed that he's not his dad because he's like, fine, I will make sure that I kill everybody. everybody. <laughs> I just, I'm like, well, I guess that's progress. <laughs> there's, there's so much dark humor in this show. Like when Vigilante's like, I kill mostly white people or whatever. <laughs> like, and like, and then Vigilante goes to jail. And then when he says all that shit about the Aryan my, nation. Now that right there, that was right my favorite there. scene. Mine that too. was my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, mine too. It wasn't even just the dialogue, which was awesome, but who would expect that little scrawny little white kid? Exactly. It was a subversion that I love. It was amazing. And, it, the, and the way he did it, he just sat down. He's like, let's talk about our favorite thing that black people have done. <laughs> he was like, I'll say mine. Create a rock and roll. What's yours? And then they're looking at him like, we're going to kick your ass, man. He's like, okay, he sure. I thought he was going to oh, get no, his no. ass I knew he was. I thought he was going to kill them. I didn't think he was just going to beat him up. I thought he was going to kill them all. I thought he was going to get his ass kicked too because I, I didn't know what to expect out of the character itself. You know yeah. what I mean? And then all of a sudden he sits at the table, confident. It looks like a kid that you bullied in high school behind bleachers. You know what I mean? With that right. weird curly hair. And all of a sudden he gives that speech, that dialogue. And I was like, rewind back. What did I just watch? Do you want to know the story behind all of that? He wasn't there. Wait, what? What do you mean? Uh, Charles uh, Stroma is a replacement. Oh, Freddie Stroma. Yeah, Freddie Stroma's a replacement. The, yeah. the, the original guy shot the first five episodes. Him and James Gunn and the crew didn't get along. They fired him. And, it, and he actually went to Elizabeth Banks and did a asshole check to see if he was a good person because him and Elizabeth Banks had worked on Bitch Perfect. She said, no, he's a great guy. Oh, and they brought him in. This is so now when you go back and watch the scenes, those are reshot. That's why it's always him looking at everybody else. And he's never like in the dynamic, the whole thing. The oh, camera until always he is just until he fights. Until he fights. The camera just focuses on his face. It doesn't look at anybody else. Or they shoot oh, from over look his at face. You gotta watch every single every single scene, like even when he's like talking, his body's moving, like what he's saying doesn't match up with how the body's moving. But <laughs> The stunt, the stunt guy has to be a different, uh, uh, has to be different because the the original guy cast is a bigger, shorter guy. Yeah, bigger, shorter guy, right? So I, I'm so vigilante. The stunt guy has to be a different stunt guy because the body ties wouldn't match up. Like it has right, to be those, those scenes they had to go back and reshoot. Yeah. Or if you look at the way they're doing it, it's always over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So like when she calls him out from the trash can, you never see them in the scene with him in the trash can. He's at the trash can and the camera is looking <laughs> at him. Okay, yeah. They're, or or even this week when they're all at the table, when he says the whole Fargo line, nobody else is in, the, in the shot, shot with him until the reshoot shot with him and John Cena. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Like even or the torture scene. He they're looking at each other. They're never in the scene together. Yeah. It's crazy. The guy did five ep- like filmed. He did five. five. He did five episodes before he was yeah, fired. So all, everything has been released so far. <laughs> right. Yeah. Every single episode, all those are reshoots. <laughs> Right. Credit editing. to James Gunn, then. Credit to J- I did not know any of this, number one. Like I said, I don't read a lot of news in behind yeah. the scenes. I, I just found this out like two days ago. Right. Like, I didn't ever notice that. I just. Well, it was the same thing that um, Zack Snyder did with uh, Army of the Dead. Who got. The character of Tig? The, 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 the oh, helicopter Tig pilot? was Chris Delia's. You're uh, right. Yeah, she's, uh, she's never Delia? with yeah. them at all through the entire movie. All that is digital editing. She is never. They like the scenes where she's with it. They digitally put her in. And she it was, was during never COVID with too, them. right? It was during yeah. COVID too. Yeah, she was never with them when they shot the movie at all. Yeah, that's right. That's insane. Everything right. with her is digital or editing. Yeah, it's crazy. They've been doing a lot of Hollywood's doing. Uh, I, I'm going to say a lot, but it's it's only a few of uh, mm-hmm. some recast stuff recently, right? When when mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey got kicked out. I was about to say that. And yes. I forget who 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 Christopher uh, Michael something, Christopher something with a Palmer. Pete Palmer Christopher, Christopher Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then Army Hammer is now Will Arnett in some movie. Uh oh, but this is still keeping to... him in the Death on the Nile. Army they Hammer's are still, still in Death on the Nile. Nile. Yeah. Because yeah. he there's a shot of him, I think, from the back in a dance scene. They didn't include it. Well, when you watch the trailer, movie. his name is still in the in it's the in credits. It's in the title. It's, it's still in the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe he'll come back with after a, a th- therapy and um, whatever. He literally has to come him. out and say, I do not eat people anymore. Or That's want it. To, Kevin want, Spacey want to eat it. people. Kevin Spacey is literally going to be in a movie about a detective hunting down child predators. No. Stop. I love no. you not. Stop. I love you not. I- oh my God. Can he not read the room? Uh... Holy, can I curse? Holy shit. Sorry, I can't wait for the answer. <laughs> I, just, I cannot believe. I, sorry, I, I just I just looked up Kevin Spacey and I saw an article yeah. saying that Prince Andrew wants Kevin Spacey to help clear his name. What does that mean? What? What, what does that mean? What is... You're, why would you want Kevin Spacey to... What? what is it? Is that an onion article? No, it's it's a lie. It just it's came a real out. Thing? Came out today. <laughs> this article came out today, yeah. Anyway. Uh I... weird. Um what are <laughs> Vigilante has some really good moments. Uh a so lot far of the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But they're like, I'm trying to think of like other characters that have like really good moments. Oh, Economos taking on Judo Master. Economos, bitch. <laughs> I thought he would die at least every episode. I thought he was dead. Point. I thought he was so yeah. dead. Yeah. Oh, and it, ugh. By the way, I'm, I did not like seeing the gorilla die. I didn't want to see the gorilla die. That was pretty graphic. It was fake. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I couldn't even. It's also an animal. I just don't want to. He got the chainsaw through him. I get it. And Economos badass at that point too saving their ass there but like also i just thank god it wasn't king shark and i don't want to see that character die no oh yeah (laughs) yeah uh but 
Yeah. I, I know, like, I get it, I get it. Harambe, no, not again. <laughs> That's what started everything. Everything bad in the world started, started when Harambe, Harambe got That's killed. That's oh, where right. our timeline Here split. it is, I found, I found it. Uh, sources confirmed to ABC News that Spacey will co-star in Franco Nero's Italian film, uh, The Man Who Drew God. He's repeatedly, he says he'll be, uh, he is a body man who was wrongly accused of sexually abusing children and is a cop. That is, that, oh, no. he's a cop who went to jail for, and now he's trying to clear his name about sexually abusing children. That's his next role. Oh no. Literally, as you were saying that sentence just got progressively worse. It really did. Like, like my said, God. Read the room, man. Read the room. Well, because it's weird because the, the movie's about, yeah, a guy who was wrongly accused of sexually abusing a child. But, like, is that Spacey being like, yeah, it was, I was wrongfully accused. That's exactly what Spacey's doing. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was literally grooming, like, never mind. No. They, yeah. Go <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, different, convert, different, yeah. different show. <laughs> different uh, show. <laughs> Uh -huh. On that show, you may not get your machine, the washing no, machine. No, no, no. Yeah. I think they might Just take me. your machine for that show. I, I, need my, I, I need to keep my washing machine. They, they'll, <laughs> they'll pull it. You know, they'll pull the plug. Uh, here, here's an interesting thing, and it's something that I, I want to do. I'm going to do some, like, TikToks on. But basically, <laughs> are you guys getting Deadpool vibes from this show? And are you no. getting Deadpool Ooh. vibes from Vigilante? No, because as someone said... The difference between Vigilante and Deadpool is when it comes to Deadpool, we're laughing with Deadpool. He's I saw that. Self, yeah. He, yeah good he's point. crazy. Vigilante, we are actually laughing at Vigilante because of the way, he, like, like I said, idiot. Like, that's like, wouldn't it have been cool if you gave me the chainsaw? And I was like, thanks, bro. And I'm like, we're not laughing with you. Like, yeah. that's not with Deadpool. Deadpool wouldn't say anything like that. So, the, the the humor is while vigilante has had some great moments expect like the like the prison scene yeah, yeah we're laughing at him because of his stupidity no whereas yeah he's a he's a capable I mean, I, I say sociopath. Like, he's not stupid like, but you know because of like the stuff like dude read the room like he's just right is it's not even socially awkward it's just like he says like i have no emotions so he just doesn't know how to but he's a capable sociopath and works. Like, yeah exactly so, and we're more laughing at him mm -hmm. whereas with deadpool we're laughing with Deadpool's pain and the fact yeah. that he's so self-deferential that we're laughing at him making fun of himself, but he's yeah. also making fun of the situation. But you, the, the nature of Wade Wilson invites you to kind of go along with him rather than against exactly. him. You know what I mean? So right. Exactly. Uh, and I can see the comparisons. Obviously, it's R-rated. It's very graphic and violence and sexuality and nudity and all that stuff. I think that's where the comparisons kind of yeah. end. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm 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 gonna agree with you guys that they are different okay. characters. I'm not saying they're carbon copies. At the same time, I think they're he is Deadpool esque. Like, sure, the approach is a little bit different, but we're talking about a jokey. I mean, even the costume itself is a full masked face kind of guy mm -hmm. with a bunch of weapons, and who is I, capable, right? Right. Well, I it's think not it's not necessarily more a bad thing, right? Right. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think it's. I think it's mm -hmm. because of what Deadpool did. No one had done a rated R comic book comedy. Yeah, correct. And that's what Peacemakers. Um, DC hasn't done a a adult comic book comedy, and that's what Peacemaker is, or that's what the Suicide Squad was. Yeah. So they're going to get that comparison to Deadpool only because yeah. Deadpool did it first. 
And now, anytime yeah. somebody does that type of thing, it's gonna be like, oh, it's just trying to be Deadpool. It's like, no, there are some comical characters that you just gotta poke fun at yourself. Like Peacemaker is John Cena is just poking fun at himself. Completely. And it just happens to be funny and geared more towards adults. It's just showing it. Same thing with the boys. Like right. we wouldn't have a show like the boys if it wasn't for Deadpool. Yeah. And the thing is, and the, the, with John's with the piece, sorry to interrupt you before. Yeah. Uh John Cena, like you said, he doesn't take himself seriously, which is why this character works. Otherwise, you're putting on a a, a show about a complete psychopath with a neo-Nazi right. dad. Like who's going to tune into that unless right. it's making fun of itself, satir- uh, being a basically a parody of itself. So that's why it works. With Deadpool, it's almost like there's no not much, not much satire there. It's a self-deprecating guy going on a on a, a rampage. Yeah. While here, right, there's there's a bit of a subtext. So exactly. I think that's the exactly. difference. Yeah. I have you, a, just, uh, you have a character. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. Dorothy, go. No, I was just saying, like, yes, the comparisons to, to vigilante and Deadpool are gonna come up because one, this is not what vigilante is like in the comic books. This is not what vigilante is like in the other interpretation that we saw him. Mm-hmm. So to take this route with him is different, but the same. This is how James Gunn works. The same thing could be said about Drax. Drax is nothing like he is in the comic book. Mantis is nothing like she is in the comic book. Right. Um, even Gamora is nothing like she is in the comic book. So they're just making it that he's more of a um, idiot savant when it comes to <laughs> violence than anything else. Whereas Deadpool is Good like, point. no, he's actually a trained mercenary. It uses humor just like like spider-man spider-man uses his humor to throw people Correct. off it's just how he fights them deadpool does the same thing except he takes it one step further than spider-man is like oh i'm gonna do some childish like prank he's actually gonna get in your head and make you like start doubting everything about yourself and because he can break the fourth wall like he was like well that's why you were only created because everybody loved charlie brown kite man it's like <laughs> yeah like no other character could do that it was like, like what <laughs> Nothing is original, number one. Number two, like if they didn't have, like again, if they didn't have humor in this to sort of break the tension, you would have nothing but what, a Punisher for, for five, yeah. six episodes? Which is what he was in the comic book. He was just a Punisher ripoff. He, right. Except he wouldn't kill the people. That was, that's the main difference. In the comic book, right. Vigilante, his family was killed. He was going to bring, he was going to do as much damage as he could to people without mm-hmm. killing them and then bringing them in. He's the Punisher. He's, he's right. literally DC's version of the Punisher. Yeah. But same thing with, with Deadpool. Deadpool is a literal pastiche. Same thing, right? Uh, a pastiche. Deathstroke. Pastiche of Deathstroke. Yeah. Down yeah. to the name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Rob Liefeld's version because Rob Liefeld's version, even though he claims credit for Deadpool, was really not the Deadpool we know. No, no, no. That version came with the comic <clears throat> that came out in like 93, 94. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm saying, but Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, the Terminator, <laughs> uh, Deathstroke, Deadpool. It's like, yeah. So it's, I mean, Marvel and DC have done this for years. So if they're going to take a jab at him to do certain things, then take a jab. But to say he's straight up just a Deadpool ripoff is like, it's nonsensical. I'm not saying Deadpool ripoff because I do have a theory. I have a theory. Uh, I think after James Gunn is done with Guardians, he's going to do Deadpool for Marvel. That's, I, oh no I, no no! I think he's. I have the opposite theory. I think he's coming back to DC. You think so? To do. I think he's no, coming back said, to he, DC. He said, he said after he's on Guardians, he's doing the second. He wants to do a second. Um, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad spinoff. Okay, 
I'm cool with so that. So one of the characters, so one of the characters on Suicide Squad is going to get a spinoff show, like one of the ones that died or one of the ones that made it to the end. I hope it's Bloodsport because Idris Elba I, needs. Oh Blood. my god, yeah, Bloodsport is my yes. number one. But my crazy theory is because of the names that he's mentioning, like Matter Eater Lad, and the fact that he used TDK, who was just Fallout Boy. I think he's going to do this. Is the characters he likes? He's going to do the Legion of Substitute Superheroes. A Legion of Substitute, not Legion of Superheroes, but the, no, the no, B it, Squad, the, the, the Z Squad. It's the, it's the, not even, not even the Z Squad, the D Squad, like yeah. Color Change Boy yeah. and Arms Fall Off Man, which and, is TDK. Like, type of which is TDK, and he mentioned Matter Eater Lad. Yeah. So I think he's going to do a type of Legion Lost series where this, the Legion, or or he's going to change the, the characteristics of the Legion to make them funnier, but they're going to be lost in this century. That could be possible. And then they're going to have to, like, how would he meet Matter Eater Lad? Like, wow, how could well, Peacemaker but, meet Matter Eater Lad? But T TDK, TDK is just a present day arm fall off whatever but like right but like matter eater lad doesn't have to be from the future it's just a guy who's matter eater lad now but to use that name associated with the legion of superhero character so James the other side of that wants. right but you i'm saying what? what if they're yeah. just here in the present or he's that i think that's what he's setting up i think he's setting up a legion of substitute superheroes okay. tv show or it's going to be or if they can get margo to do it a limited Harley Quinn show. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. I hope it's Bloodsport. I hope it's Bloodsport though. Yeah. 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 But that's my three theories as to what he's doing. So I think he's going to do that before he does anything else. Um, Marvel. Yeah. And it, then they already got, they got the writers lined up, don't they? For Deadpool. Deadpool's already being written. Yeah. By Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is writing most of it, or at least the jokes. Yeah, but it's, it's two other people from another movie that he yeah. worked with. They're they're um. Oh, I don't they're know. Right, they're writing it as well. And okay. the thing is, Deadpool's not going to come until Marvel figures out how they're going to introduce mutants. Yeah. Right. We won't right. see Deadpool. It's still a while. Unless he's so, one of the cameos in Doctor Strange. So let me rephrase my theory. Uh, we don't need to go too much into like my theory, but uh, yeah. I love James Gunn's way of balancing humor and 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 violence, right? Like he yeah. it works and it works for him. And Deadpool needs both humor and violence. I think Deadpool. Yeah as a movie both movies are just kind of one note kind of like frat boy humor and yep. it's not smart like james gunn's humor i think james gunn could just be a better director for deadpool whether and or not it, he does think, it and you know what though if i'm james gunn let's just why would i go back to marvel i have found my calling with dc if i'm gonna bring out all these obscure weird superheroes from like z-list and make them into a household name like polka dot man and shark king shark like but, but why would i go back marvel to marvel has to those characters too <laughs> no you're right but he's never gonna bring them out i don't think kevin feige is gonna go that far yeah kevin Feige has too good. much control too much control yeah, number one and number two they're building out this again another giant event and number three Kev, uh james gonna it, it appears to me that he's having so much fun with all of this DC stuff, with the Peacemaker, with the Suicide Squad, with whatever else is he, is, he's got going, he's not going to be able to bring anything to the Marvel that he's doing now unless he gets Deadpool. You know what I mean? I think, so I agree with you. I think I it's more know. like he's like he realizes this is a like DC has finally kind of got it to me. It's like they realize like lean into it, like Shazam, one of my yes. favorite DC movies. You leaned in. It didn't have to be gritty or crazy. It's big as a superhero, and they leaned into the comedy with it and just made it Aquaman. It's like, yes, right. we all know it. He talks to fish. 
He has a crazy costume. James Wan leaned into it, still had the like horror elements to it that he wanted, like the trench and stuff like that. Yeah. But they leaned into it. It's like, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I got what they were trying with Wonder Woman 84. They just did not execute it very well. The Wonder so, Woman first one, the second one was terrible. I don't know what went wrong with that one. I, I like the it. second one if you watch it like Superman 78 or Batman 89. If you watch it like it came out in the 80s, totally different movie. But I, yes, I, I agree with you. As a sequel to the first one, it is. But the plot oh. itself is incoherent. It's, it makes no sense. The plot, None. the rules make no sense. The rules contradict itself in one of And a little casually racist, just a little. I mean, there, there's a couple of weird things. Like, I mean, she's the a, she's bad also... guy is the immigrant kid? Really? Wait, who? Uh, Pedro Pascal? That's your bad guy? Immigrant kid who wanted to, you know, make oh. life better for his family? That's your villain? Mm. And then there's the whole, um, the whole love interest. Like, oh. y'all could have just brought Chris Pine character who just came back. Thank you. Like, Thank right. you. Right. Why that, have to use you the did? body I'm, I, of somebody like, else? You use somebody else's body. Like, that's that cool, bro. Consent alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, sorry. Uh, no, it's incoherent. That film is incoherent to me. No, I really think, I literally think that was the original Wonder Woman script from the 80s. And they just said, oh, let's just do this. Well, like they I mean, did not write anything new at all. That in that to me, that's why it doesn't work. If you're gonna put it in conjunction with the first one, you know what I mean? Like no, right? As a sequel to the first one, it is. It, it does is not work. Terrible. But if you watch it as if it came out with Superman and Batman yeah. in the eighties, right. I'm like, yeah, this is the same type of movie completely. Like nonsense? Right. Is that what you're like? I think you're under like. Not even Superman number two is as nonsensical as Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, well, Superman number three is, yeah. which would have came out the year, which would have came out the year before Wonder Woman eighty four. But then in eight, Batman eighty nine is not nonsense. No, there's some stuff that's nonsensical in that as well. I mean, it's like the whole Batman going up the the tower fighting the guys, and he just like falls off the like come on, like like really like I mean it's like, not okay. Nice. I, nonsense i don't know anyway. no, no i love batman 89 i was yeah. there opening weekend i saw it with my dad i was eight years old oh. when, I, when that movie came out so yeah. Yeah. we've been waiting character? for that movie huh i'm sorry the cheetah character i just want to go back there oh, for a while. is it cheetah oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 that's how i watched it that's how i enjoyed it but like but i have not gone back and watched it since so but like if i am a here's what bothered me about that one like was it kristen wig right Wig. yeah, yeah Wig. Kristen Wiig, yes. So she's awkward. She's nerdy. You know, wears glasses. I mean, what's with the glasses and all? Yeah. It's the 80s. Really, glasses are nerdy, everybody. Glasses are nerdy. Yeah. It's the but 80s. They, but they, but see how they treat her like she's she's this frumpy, weird, asexualized yeah. kind of, and then all of a sudden glasses are off, makeup is on. Now all of a sudden I'm sexy, but I'm evil. Like the second you become powerful and hot that you have to be bad and kill people. Like they're, they're well, the, op the opposite side evil. of that is that Diana wasn't evil and she was sexy and hot. So being the main character, but I'm right. but I'm just saying True. Yeah, I, I know I, I get what you mean. I, I get we what you will mean go completely. down a rabbit hole if we talk about oh, Wonder Woman yeah, 84. because yeah. uh, yeah. as I'm <laughs> as like that, I mean that was a year ago. Like, like let's get over it. Let's it, move on. It literally was a year ago. It's like you I don't think we talked no, about like I said, I liked it for this reason. This is why how I but I have not gone back and watched it since. I'm like that is the only way I was able to enjoy that movie while That's I was fair. watching it. That's fair. Absolutely yeah. fair. I was, but it's not a good movie. No, by no means yeah. is it a good movie. 
That's how I was able to enjoy it at that point in time. The best thing I can say about the movie is that my dad enjoyed it. That's it. I got to watch with my dad. My dad doesn't normally like superhero stuff. He enjoyed mm-hmm. it. That's enough. I that's that's the a testament to that for that. Um, I'm gonna I mean, call, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, Peacemaker yeah. right now is probably the best DC property out there of anything. Uh, up there with uh, Harley Quinn, Emancipation Harley Quinn, and um, the Suicide Squad. I do like Birds of Prey. I do like that Birds, Birds of Prey. Birds movie. of Prey. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Birds of Prey. Uh, the Suicide three, Squad. Top three right there. The Suicide Squad to me is better than Peacemaker thus far, just by okay. having, by virtue of having a colorful cast of characters. Mm-hmm. This Good is point. is more straight. This is more. It's Peacemaker's story right. but in peacemaker that there's multiple a, stories peacemaker is a good way to keep me interested in the world of the suicide squad without giving me another suicide squad movie yeah yeah like it's like oh, okay perfect. let me see perfect. these characters like if he wants to do that with like do like these it. anthologies with each of the suicide squad members getting their own show i'll be happy with that like like hey here's a blood sport show here's a harley quinn right. show like a six episode king shark show with done with stuff so that's just the long i'm in <laughs> i got goosebumps the moment you said that i would die okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. like james done so that's just cgi sark yes. six episodes yes <laughs> just give jason it. momoa the guest star in one episode and i'm happy <laughs> And again, they don't That's have to say a I word mean. of dialogue. It could be like a word every episode, and I'll be happy. I will take it. That's right. King Shark only me. says one word each episode, and it's always friends. Friends. Yeah. Friends or num nums. <laughs> num nums. Yeah. Like, like it's like, okay, it's just, it's just people reacting to the fact there's a giant shark walking down the street. That's it. That's the power of James Gunn, the Death Suicide Squad, and the Peacemaker so far. I'm totally drawn and I'm sold. And the fact yeah. that I thought, until it was told and I read it that the eagle is not real. <laughs> I thought it was a eagle. I know, I'm not amazing. stupid. I we didn't even talk about Eagly, but Eagly is was my favorite part of the character best. until Vigilante came in. Oh my God, the best sidekick ever. And I'm, I promise I'm not stupid, y'all. I think it's just a really good CGI. I'm like, they. No, no, it was great CGI. It's, it's just, he was like, he's hugging me. That part I figured is a CGI, but I thought the eagle itself might have been real, and then they CGI the hug, and I'm like, no, that's the whole time it's a fake eagle. I'm like, yeah. So they're spending money. They're spending some money on this. That's what yeah. that's true that. too. They they definitely have a budget. They have more of a budget than mm-hmm. than the CW shows. So oh God, that, I, yeah. I've given up on Arrow and Flash a long time ago. Yeah, really I gave ago. up. I'm not giving up on the Flash, but I have given up on uh, Batwoman. And I've given up on a few um, other things. I was like, I, I was like okay. that woman just got incoherent to me. I'm like, I can't, I can't anymore. If they need to get off CW. It's, the CW is not doing uh, any favor to any of these DC, DC properties, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Last thing, Star Girl is actually surprised me. Is really good. Star Girl is Superman good. and Lois is good. Superman okay, and Lois. I heard is great. that Superman and Lois is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Star Naomi Girl is Superman not impressing Lois. me right now. <laughs> what is that? Naomi. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. How many episodes are out for Naomi? Three. It's only been three. The fourth okay. episode is going to be on Tuesday. I, it's just, oh. it's going way too slow. For, yeah, for, okay. for a CW comic book show, it's just going way too slow. I have and no connection to the characters, it, yeah. so, you know. Me either. All I know is that in the comic book, all the stuff that happens to her over her, like, six issues is over the course of three days. Yeah. Oh, wow. In the, in the show, okay. it's been, like, a month and nothing has happened so <laughs> snail pace, it's like pace that's pace. not the right contrast here yeah okay and usually cw shows are known to hook you like real fast like well, real the first fast. seasons 
of every CW show is great for the most oh, it part. Is. Like absolutely. Yeah. You know. First and second. We always give them first and second season. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I binged Arrow, Arrow, season one of Arrow in like two days, all yeah. 20 something episodes. Season two of Arrow Arrow is my favorite. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, of so all the CW shows, nothing has come close to the second season of Arrow. Like, yeah, nothing. I agree. Uh, first season of Flash. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. First, first season <laughs> of Flash with Professor Zoom with, with Harrison Wells. That whole thing. Yeah. Well, in the first time, in the fact they actually did pull off Gorilla Grodd will always yeah. like not God. Yeah. Grodd. I was like, they actually did Gorilla Grodd? Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're up there. Both of it is, it, 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 mm. But Deathstroke and Ravager and all the stuff with the island and bringing in Speedy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, the, the second season of Arrow, then it just went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets uh, convoluted, like. That. Uh, when they started focusing on his relationship and making it the Alicity show, that's when it kind of that, lost its way. I said the same thing a long time ago. The moment you introduce shipping to these comic books and make it a central theme, it's over. It's done. Right. And yeah. that's but that's the CW's whole thing. That's that's it what is. they do. 100%. That's their bread and butter. But it's like that should never have been the central focus of a show no. about the Green Arrow. Especially yeah. when especially for comic book fans, like, no, he was he's supposed to be black canary, not not right. Some that was weird, 19. like when that got like that. It should have been Black Canary because that's no. Yeah, it was all because their chemistry was so good, and then people were like, "Oh, they look good together," and it became the whole focus right. of the show. Yeah. The moment you let fans dictate your narrative, it's over. Done. Yeah. With um, the exception of No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, that worked out, didn't it? Yeah, it's didn't like it? we want Charlie Cox, and we want this, and we want. And Marvel's like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> They made it but, work, they did. but I'll say they almost did not make it work. I'll, I'll say that. No, it's like I, on a, yeah. on, a my, on a like a razor's edge there. Nostalgia. My, my, lit- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you were talking first. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, the nostalgia is the only thing that saves that movie because the plot's incoherent. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Here's the thing: it is based on my least favorite comic story all time, which is okay. I hate. I despise one more day. I despise it. Oh, yeah, day, yeah, one more day. Yeah, yeah. My highest viewed video on YouTube is me saying, oh my God, they're going to one more day. It's at 10, like 10 million views right now because everyone's like, how can you? I'm like, it is the worst Spider-Man story next to the Cone Saga. So it's like, it's these two people. Like, this is Omen. I'm like, Omen and one more day are the same story. So when I saw it was going to be that, I'm like, this is going to go bad. But then okay. I just... Kept watching and watching. I'm like, okay. And then I was in the theater. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even care about the plot. What's what's everything else happened? I'm like, yeah. Like the end is like, okay, that end just made up for everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you went in, but you went in with the preconceived notions and you already had some experience and you had some feelings about it. Like I me, I had nothing. Zero. I went in with, with low expectations. Okay. Zero I had expectations, but I'm like, like the, can they pull it off? And I was glad that they could. I'm, I'll say okay. that. I was, I was ecstatic. The nostalgia work. The nostalgia work, even though the plot was a bit incoherent. Right. So where they go from here, I'm interested, but I'm like, that was, it was, it made going to the movies fun. It made it an event. And that's that all so I true. wanted. That's probably even more than Endgame Infinity War. That was the best crowd I had in the movie theater in years. Oh, and yeah. everybody was there for the same reason. You didn't have anybody, shh, y'all be into, no. Everything that happened, everybody was clapping and it just made an experience. Uh, it was essentially Spider-Man Endgame. Like it was that yes. feel, you know? It was the, only, the only thing I'll say about that, uh, Spider-Man versus Endgame, like in Endgame, I didn't know anything that was going to happen. So all of the moments were more a little bit more organic with this yeah. one. Yeah. 
everybody was talking about Toby yeah, and true, Andrew. Yeah. Everybody was talking about the villains. It's like you were going in just waiting for Charlie Cox to pop up, for yeah. Andrew Garfield to pop up. So I, with Endgame, it was purely nothing experience, yeah, yeah, which the, I think was what wound up being like a Back to the Future movie. <laughs> it was it, like, right. wait, that's, that's not where I thought this was going at all. Because <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody spoiled to you the Mjolnir and Captain America moment? And You're right. Right. You would have ruined it for you. That, that was, was the most five years of setup. Yeah. For that one moment. So yeah. But, I agree. But it, and this him saying finally saying Avengers Assemble, like I still get goosebumps. Oh, yeah. oh look. Immediately. It's like it's just it's like it's just, it's still one of my favorite moments of movies. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show today and talking with me about uh, uh, so many things. Uh, uh, the five episodes of Peacemaker, three episodes I think are left because uh, there's eight episodes in the season. Yeah, eight. we talked about that before we started. Yeah, yeah so. I, I looked it up. Eight episodes for the season. So we still got three episodes to figure out what the hell is going on with Project Butterfly and Mern and all and Waller and placing that diary. We didn't even touch on that. We don't. We don't have time to touch on it. But oh, like, I, I, that's one thing I did want to bring up. And we, I got the strat. I was like, "What's the deal with the diary?" Like, like is it to oh frame God. him for something? Mm-hmm. Is it to frame? Yeah, I guess, I guess once do. he gets once he gets done to take him down, like or or maybe to uh, drops um, trigger him in some way huh. or something. Oh, about his Isn't brother. It his yeah. diary. Oh yeah, I, it's supposed to be his diary. I don't know whether it's is his diary or it's made to look ah. like his diary. I don't. But we know. know we know something's that, going on with his brother, so maybe it's supposed yeah. to like. Oh yeah, we have be some kind of trigger for him. Yeah, and that's a be- and that's the beautiful thing about the peacemaker right now. There's zero expectations and zero knowledge of where this is going. Who are the butterflies? Yeah. Are they good or are they bad? What's doing with the diary? Is uh, Viola Davis going to make an appearance? Right. Is what's Mern's agenda? Like, what's he trying to do? Protect Who's the butterflies? Who's on? Yeah. Correct. Like I, we could speculate, we could talk all day, but ultimately we really don't know. And yeah. that's what I love yeah. about this show. That's why I'm enjoying it so much because there's nothing out there that's going to con- convolute me. So this is giving me, um, um, uh, Last January, uh, WandaVision vibes when everybody was just trying to figure out yes. what the hell is happening. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. That's a great comparison. Like no one knew what the hell that was, and that was that's the reason why I enjoyed the, the commercials. So what does this commercial mean? What's oh, that commercial yeah. mean? Oh my God, who's this? No, she's gonna come through. It's the Fantastic Four. It's the Fantastic Four. Oh. Mephisto. Mephisto. Everybody, I was still, yeah. I was still at it. Mephisto is coming on some show this year. I'm, I'm calling it I, I, I have a personal theory that that they keep teasing, or not teasing, but getting the audience to be like, is it Mephisto? And then showing that it's not Mephisto. I feel like mm-hmm. they're going to do that enough times where we stop saying, is that Mephisto? And at oh, yeah. that point, it will be Mephisto and retroactively kind of have been Mephisto having but, machinations. I what think- if it's... Like with the first movie coming out this year being Doctor Strange. What if it's Mephisto? <laughs> right. I mean, what is it? See, I'm already starting. What is in it? What is it? She's got it's the dark hole. Not to, yeah. we, we are gonna go down more rabbit holes of of where is Mephisto and all this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for coming uh, on this show and talking Peacemaker with me, uh, before we get going, if you could say your social media out loud, what you, uh, what, what's coming up for you, uh, any plugs that you want, JJ, where can people find you? Um, I make content on TikTok under, uh, cat lady JJ. So you've seen the cats and I am JJ. 
I mean, genius and original, obviously. <laughs> I make a lot of content on Star Wars, Marvel, uh, high fantasy, just nerdy stuff, other fun stuff. So not, there's no niche. It's just a little bit of everything. So kind of funny, kind of petty, sometimes serious. So yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> not too have, much to plug. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up? Um, Any plans for 2022? Well, I do want to... Um, I, I, I want to, you know, go to a concert finally yeah. on a personal level. I miss yeah. concerts. I make, I miss festivals. Um, I want to travel to Europe. We had a trip scheduled last year that got canceled, postponed. So I really want to make that realization. Yeah. Um, I want to go to my hometown a little bit more, hang out with my niece. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a while. So with pandemic, it's very hard to plan really too far ahead. Like I've been disappointed enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like treading lightly, taking it month by month and see how it goes. Hopefully staying healthy and keeping everybody else around me healthy. So yeah, for sure. That's, that's pretty much it. I, I wish you... it was something like it's more exciting. Oh but... no, I hope you get that, you know, and Thank uh, you. Uh, uh, you're, you're here on this podcast uh, because you're awesome at what you do. So anyone who's not following you at Cat Lady JJ is missing out. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. I Thanks for having it. me again. Yeah, no problem. And Dorsey, it was your first time. Where can we yeah. find you? Now that you found yeah. us, where can we find <laughs> you on social media? What do you got coming up? You got anything to plug? Uh, nothing really plug. I mean, like she said, everything's kind of in a holding pattern right now. Yeah. I've thought about this idea of maybe... Uh, touring local comic book stores just so like the people know, like nobody's doing that so that's oh. like an idea um definitely want oh. to double down on more x-men stuff like let people know like hey they got some big events coming up i'm i'm, I'm pro crowing so you know like uh but you can always find me on uh, instagram the da experience underscore uh i got a lot of going on tiktok got a lot of videos there so um again that's at the da experience snapchat the da experience youtube Everything is that. So it's some form of that. Um, once you find one of them, you'll be able to find the symbol for all of them. Uh, but um, yeah, definitely TikTok is where I spend a lot of my time. And yeah. that's um, at the DA experience and Instagram. You can usually see my story where I put up a lot of polls and I just talk about my like, everyday life or, you know, what, what like movie news coming out and different things like that. But I'm um, going through and just hope to take some more trips. Um, definitely want to get to some more conventions, do some lives from some conventions. Uh, now they're back in the swing of things again. Mm. Probably go to my first anime convention. Um, I'm close to DC, so they have uh, what they call KatsuCon mm. here, oh, cool. which, is, uh, which is a really big one. Um, uh, but outside of that, you know, just trying to get through this like everybody else and yeah. stay the course. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Uh, Dorsey, I'm gonna uh, say one more thing real quick. Yeah, it, I've been following you for a while, and it took me until today to realize that it was geek backwards. Everybody, yeah, I, I, I it always, took me until today. I did not get it until today. Yes, uh, well, so, so, yes, we are the keeg, uh, but at the same time, I am like, so stupid. Oh my god, you never get it. <laughs> <laughs> It just hit me like before he started the show. I was like, oh why is it God. called the key? You yeah. spelled it backwards. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it sounded cool. It was short and catchy. You kind of remember. Oh my God. Everybody, because everybody's like, okay, are, is your name Keegan? And I'm like, no, it's Dimitri. I, and they're like, then what is the key? And I'm like, it's geek backwards. K-E-E-G-G-E-E-K. I needed, it was years ago. And like, I was like, I need a name for Genius. like this thing. And I'm like, what can I do? But I think it confuses people. 
They're like key. No, it's just a good name for a show until I they get it. it. It's like, oh, it's a great show, like the key show. Like, okay. And then you realize when you're looking at it, like, wait a minute. But it's like, <laughs> is this is this Keegan Michael Key? Is this like who's whose show is this? Dimitri or Keegan Michael Key? I don't know. This before well, I knew your like name, my name, I really thought it was Keegan, too. Then I'm right. writing oh, yeah. your name. Yeah. I did, too, at first, and then I was like, oh, no, that's not Keegan, my <laughs> <laughs> um, But, But, like, my name is just my initials, but it's like, when you see that, you don't realize you're going to get, like, all this, you think it's going to be, like, some travel vlogs channel yeah. or something. And then or, you get, like, bombarded with, like, right. you get bombarded yeah, with DJ Marvel. And, exactly. It's like, you get bombarded with Marvel and movies <laughs> and comic books and reactions yeah. to comic books and all and comic book news, movie news. They're like, that's not what I was expecting. That's not a travel channel at all. <laughs> I or wish like, I had a cool story like this, man. Ah, damn. Cat Lady JJ, it. though, it works. Because also, you, you it's know easy to getting. spell. <laughs> yeah. That, it's easy to spell. Uh, it's not very original, obviously. Because I, when I joined TikTok, it was not to make content. Like, that was never the idea. It was just to get through pandemic by yeah. laughing at dances. And that was it. And all of a sudden, you make a few video, videos here and there. And people, like, That's catch how it on. Gets you. That's how they get you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you you get a little bit of confidence, quote unquote. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're in front of a camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, yeah. You I was literally like, I sit there videos, and you like, like, watch a couple of videos. You're like, oh, okay, I'm never doing any of this. And then about two weeks later, you're like, well, you keep hearing the same sound. You're like, I can I can do something. Do you get up there and doesn't do anything. You try and try. And you get that one video. That one video that gets yeah. like over 100 views. And you're like, oh, okay. Next thing you know, you got your own, and everybody's telling you, "This is how you go viral. Do this, niche down, niche down, niche down." I'm like, "God, when did this become a job?" I uh, well, yeah. right. Initially, I was making like it was mostly like funny stuff. It was like about my cats, like a couple of cooking videos. I made a couple of social commentaries and went super viral with one of my videos back in the day. One of my first videos it has like five million views. And wow. I was like, what is happening? It was about Khloe Kardashian and body image. Oh. And almost, I didn't know what the hell happened. Like, I, it was literally, I made it on my lunch break. I went to work and I got off and I looked at my phone. It was wild. So, but I don't do social commentary anymore because you get into a lot of trouble with it. Um, yeah. TikTok algorithm is very sensitive. Oh. So those yeah. are Very sensitive. Very sensitive. Um, both you guys did really good work regardless of whether you know the algorithm is working in your favor or not uh (laughs) so anyone out there who hasn't followed cat lady jj and the da experience uh definitely go uh check you guys out uh i don't bring you guys on the show because i got no like i got nobody better that's not i'm not i'm not scraping the bottom (laughs) of the barrel to get you guys you guys are on the show because i want you guys on the show because you guys are great at what you do so thank you so much for for being here um and Thank I know that, you know, me. it's you guys taking time out of your day to be here. So I'm thankful Thank for you. that. So it's, it's snowing outside right here. So I'm like, I had no plans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I, as long as I got you here on my show, I, I don't care who you stood up on your dates. I don't care any of that. <laughs> I just, as long as you're here, you're here, you know? <laughs> I've been at home, but I've been Glad at home bodies this last ten years. So it's not like I'm getting. Yeah. I, I, I said the last two years, all that going out stuff went out the window. So I'm kind of like I'm. Look, I'm in the house on Friday and Saturday night now. <laughs> and it's so expensive. We just went to dinner yes. like last week, paid $150 for dinner for two. I'm like, uh, yeah, we're not doing that no yeah. more. <laughs> no. That's why I had to join the Stubbs thing at AMC because I'm like, it's $15 do to go to the yeah. movies. That's I'm without popcorn. That. That's without popcorn. I, I can't recommend yeah. Stubbs enough. Like the AMC oh, list, like, Same that's here. what I have. Got it. 
I've had it for a yeah, couple same. of years now. Yeah, so the last, totally worth the last it year. Guys. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally well, worth yeah. it. It's, it's not only totally worth it, you get to see up to three movies a week, which normally you don't do. I, I see one movie a week at most. But then same. also, all the movie types cost the same amount. What do you mean? So you can see a 3D, you can see an IMAX, you can see a Prime. It theater, all counts the same. it's always, it's the same kind of movie, no matter what. Yeah. And so now you can order your food ahead of time. Yeah. Okay, that I knew. I've seen line in the, for that, like at my theater, but yeah. like $50 every time I go to movies, it hurts. It yeah, hurts my plus heart. It adds up. So if you get enough stuff. Then you get then rewards you get for a, it. You get for free every rewards. concessions you buy. And what I do is I buy my friend's ticket on my A-list. I get the yeah. rewards and then he pays me so that okay. it's just like, either way, I Makes just get sense. the rewards off of it. Uh, now, because because of the pandemic, there haven't been too many like, oh, I got to go to the theater to see stuff. Yeah. But yeah, February, there's some good things coming up. You got Uncharted, you got Death on the Nile. So I'm probably going to go uh, check out those. Batman, uh, yeah. Batman. I wanna, Batman uh, is a big one, yeah. Oh, Batman, but that's not till March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right, but so still, bring, as long out, as bring a bottle of water. Movies, uh, <laughs> As long as you can see two movies, a uh, two movies a month, it pays for itself. Or even one IMAX pays for itself because IMAX is like true. twenty true. bucks, uh, twenty buck tickets, and A list yeah. is twenty bucks or twenty five. Yeah. I think. but like twenty depends on your state now. Like there's yeah. a nineteen ninety nine, a twenty one ninety nine, a twenty four ninety nine. Okay, so I think, I think like mine was I can't get the nineteen ninety nine because they can't do that one in Maryland. So I gotta get the twenty one ninety nine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to AMC A list for for sponsoring the show because we're talking yes. way, way too much about them. But I, I, we are, I we only are. have good things. I only have good things to say about AMC A list. So uh, buy AMC, buy AMC. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's your plan, old. Dimitri? You're the only one that didn't say anything. What's your plan for 2022? Uh, I did in my video. I, I said right, it in right, my TikTok. Right, right, but here. Uh, okay, here. so, uh, uh, well, I have some big plans. Well, I was actually going to segue into this, but basically as, okay. we, as we close up the show, like, uh, I want, I, I'm working on making the key bigger and better in 2022. Uh, for anyone out there who uh, wants to subscribe to our Patreon, I created a Patreon for the key. Oh. Uh, it is uh, patreon.com slash the key show. We have different tiers where you could join the keydom. And uh, the different tiers get you different things. So you'll see at the end of this episode, if you're watching the live stream, you'll see uh, our our subscribers on a list at the end credits. And that's one of the many perks that you get, depending on who's subscribing where. Uh, but we also, at a certain tier, you get key merchandise. Um, so if anyone wants to subscribe and see, you know, get a key shirt or a key whatever, I will make it for you if you subscribe. So uh, it's out there. Patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. That's how you can contribute to the show. And all the money that goes to the Patreon will be used on the show directly. It won't be me just being like, uh, you know what helps the show? If I get a haircut, you know? It isn't <laughs> like that. So uh, uh, the, all that money will be used uh, towards that. And then I'm also working on uh, creating a tour of live shows. I got to start small, but I'm hoping to build that up and, and go on tour and do some live podcasts in, in venues and that sort of thing. So that's awesome. I got, I got stuff. Uh, I got plans. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I want to thank you guys again for coming on the show for anyone out there who is watching. Uh, once again, we live streamed volume.com, which is our number one streaming platform. So volume.com slash the key show. We're also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the key show. We're on YouTube and Facebook as well. And if you want to uh, listen to our podcast, which is all our different shows, we put them up as podcasts. Um, 
and, and I edit the audio as well. We have it wherever you get your podcast. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So wherever you guys digest us, thank you so much for doing so. And then you can also find our uh, social media at The Keeg Show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you to the audience out there Appreciate for listening, you. for watching, for commenting. Uh, this is uh, another episode of The Keeg Live. Uh, this is season three, by the way. I didn't mention this. This is season three of The Keeg Live, uh, season three, episode two, where we talked about Peacemaker. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Take care, everybody. Peace out. King.